0: Against the wall the chair is against the wall john has a long mustache john has a long mustache it's 12 o'clock americans another
1: day closer to victory for all of you out there on or behind the lines this is your song hey welcome everybody to our daily gun show we come to you live every week night at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour and uh, we've got a couple of people joining us from around the country Got clover jumping in from east texas thanks for joining thanks for the invite is that correct do we call it east texas or do you got another name for that region
2: yeah it really is this east texas probably yeah middle east texas I was say i don't know why
1: texas would consider mid texas because of with population you're probably mid texas but land wise you're east texas
2: uh yeah land wise yeah Yeah, it's not Northeast Texas, but it's not Southeast Texas either, so we're
1: kind of in the middle. And then we got uh, Ghost jumping in from Arkansas. Thanks for joining.
3: Thanks for having me. Appreciate you.
1: And uh, I'm down here in Arizona. We've got links out tonight to all kinds of people out there. I sent it out to my 42 people that I send it to in the media. Uh, Since we got SHOT Show coming up, we're calling this a How to SHOT Show guide, and uh well, it's Ghost and clover second year. Got links out there to people It span from their first year to many years. And uh, we talk about that kind of stuff. And with just the three of us, we talk it out a lot. So uh, we'll see if we have stuff to talk about or not. And uh, this is an interactive effort. So if you're watching out there, uh, thanks for showing up live. And be part of the conversation. Let us know which, uh, if you got questions or points. That's how we learn. and That's how the conversation moves along. And uh of course we're simulcasting this over on gunchannels.com. So if you'd like the link, be part of the pickups, be part of the panel discussion, uh let us know. Uh what were we just talking about? And I was like, Oh, let's just talk about Where are we gonna, Let's just talk about that live. We were talking about like vitamins and all that stuff that we're uh ah, trying right. to get sick with with the crud. So you said you got some kind of a powder. first I thought when you said powder, I was thinking something that you inhaled. I don't know why I was thinking that, like uh I don't, know. I don't even know what I was thinking, but when you right. said, uh, like, I was like, what? And then uh, I was thinking maybe like one of those inhalers, you know, like you like it. inhaling. I was thinking that's an interesting way to get, you know, it in you, but because we were talking about uh, airborne, I guess maybe that's what I was right. thinking is a airborne preventative measure or whatever. But you're talking like a boost, like a drink well, not really. Basically, what I've
3: been doing right now is starting last week, I was, I've been taking vitamin C, vitamin B, magnesium, zinc, and garlic like pills, you know, every day. But my daughter got some airborne powder for like actually being at Shot Show. She's like, hey, just put this in a bottle of water and it should help throughout the days. And she said, it tastes terrible, but it will, it'll help while I'm there. So I, you know, I get the bottle of water, pour this powder in there and it's airborne
1: in, in a bottle of water. I'm going to try it out while I'm there. So I think I've talked about this in past shows because I'm cheap. I went to the store and I looked at what was in Airborne because I, you know, people do that. It's like some sort of an immune booster, right? You take it prior to, and then while you're at events like this where you got 60,000 plus people in one room with one air conditioning filter, tration system trying to keep us from getting all sick from each other, people coming from international locations. And because it's only the one time per year, Probably people are questionable, like, oh, I'm sick, but I'm still going to show up. So they're bringing all their snot and everything with them. So uh, the idea is that you take a bunch of stuff ahead of time, get your immune system built up, right? And then you're boostering it while you're there. So I just looked at the label and saw that, you know, the, the ingredients that some of the, there's, there's like five versions of Airborne. I picked like some of the ingredients that they shared. And then I just went down the shelf and bought the generic bottles of those things. Like if it, one of them is vitamin C. And then I just bought, like, you know, raw vitamin C in a generic thing. So then I've got, like, what, three different things I found? I can't remember what they're called. They're, like, weird. I think they're plants. I don't know what they're.
3: Yeah, the only thing that I'm not taking that's an airborne is some of the herbal stuff. And um, I haven't found those yet here at my local Walmart. But
1: I'm just taking the, the basic stuff. You going to do some kind of regimen, Clover? Did you guys get sick last year? last year? I was lucky I did not get sick, so knock on wood. Half of it is coming home with the sickness. A lot of people are like, oh, I survived shot, which is fine, because you get all your work done, but then they're out of it for two weeks, because once they get home, it hits them, and they're, boom, they're out of it. And I know that it wasn't the crud that Yankee
3: got, but Yankee went to the hospital with dehydration, you know, so. And there's know what different was- things you can
1: do there, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but he was drinking all that weird orange juice, I guess, with you guys, and then... yeah. Didn't or something? I don't know. He screwed himself up though. Med- well,
3: I think he's diabetic. Is he not? I think the orange juice has a lot of sugar in it, so that probably didn't
1: help. Oh, but that's what I was gonna say. It's med- chemically he screwed himself up, not like a uh, pathogen or whatever got him.
3: Yeah, he didn't get the crud. I don't think. Yeah,
2: I've got. Um, we did. I did similar thing to you, G. Webs. I did. Uh, uh, we went and looked and kind of looked at the airborne stuff and. So I found um like a multivitamin that covered most all that stuff. And then I found a multimineral because your vitamins don't cover a lot of the minerals and stuff. So I found like a multimineral that did. And then there was one other one that I'm taking too. And I can't remember what the deal it was, but it it fills a gap somewhere.
3: Yeah, and I got the... um I did get a bottle of the airborne um gummies for shot showy i think it's like a nine day supply three one of them three times a day these old gummies and so i'll be taking that starting i think thursday so that gives me like a nine day supply of them so we'll see how that works too
1: oh yeah that sounds like a sitcom waiting to happen so Ghost is at something having like one of these get togethers in the evening. Right? <laughs> he airborne gummies, and he sets down his airborne gummies, and somebody else is next to him at like the table, some like cocktail table, having a different discussion. And they've got their THC gummies because that's all recreational now in Vegas. <laughs> and then they go to eat each other's gummies, and then Ghost, it's a whole nother adventure with mm-hmm. Ghost.
3: You know, I'll be videoing that. I'll have my GoPro on me all, you know, so we'll we'll have a good time, you know.
1: <laughs> that other guy's like, I'm all upset because then I'm not getting what I'm supposed to get out of these healthy or whatever, but come on. I'm like, this airborne's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
3: right.
1: Yeah, you're like, I'm not using that airborne anymore. I don't know
3: It's <laughs> making me hungry. What are we gonna eat? I've eaten seven times a day already. What's going on with this? I need Oreos yeah. at 3 o'clock in the morning, you
2: know? Now, I was telling Ghost um, earlier, that's where all this kind of started. Well, I've told about? me that one thing that you could do is get some, um, some like triple antibiotic ointment, like Neosporin or whatever, put it on a Q-tip and like swab inside your nose, put a very thin layer inside your nose, and that would kill any bacteria or anything that tried to enter through your nose. I thought that was kind of
1: interesting. Well, it makes sense. Pretty much everything—you got all those hairs and whatever—and it's designed to stop, filter, and stop things, right? And then mm-hmm. you inhale later, and you don't want to have some active bug get in you.
3: Yeah. What if you're a mouth breather? I guess you're screwed, huh? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough on a different, a lot of different levels.
1: Well, it's probably yeah. supposed to keep you 100% healthy as much as just a, you know, yeah. health, right?
3: I mean, I think you can do all the stuff that we're doing and all the preparation we're doing, and, you know, you just get lucky or you don't. I mean, I got lucky last year. I didn't do any prep last year, you know,
1: and then well, get it's all sick. Of it so. it's, some of it's just being healthy. I mean, you get, if you're a healthy person, right. whatever amount of stuff you're going to encounter, you're going to deal with. But, some of that stuff, you're, you're. I don't, I don't think it is that, just that, because we've been healthy in the past. Some, of, one of the guys, got hit like maybe at the media day or something. Because by Wednesday, he was just done and he lost half a shot show. He was out of it Wednesday. Left early and was in the hotel puking until the whole ride home puking, sick for oh. days after. Wow. You know, I don't know what happened, but
3: when I went overseas to some place in the early '90s, we had to take like 27 different shots for different things we were going to be could be encounter when we were overseas somewhere. And I swear I haven't been sick since then. I don't know what they gave us, but I've, I haven't that's had the flu point. in 20-something years. You know, excellent point. I've always figured I'm
1: just fucking healthy, but that's true. Like you, well, at least for us in basic, it seemed like every five minutes, or at least I'm not even kidding, like every couple of days, they're dragging you to some line to get shots for something. I don't know what the hell
3: they all are. Don't yeah, we, we had a run down this line. And he, remember, I don't know if they had them but in the Army, but in the Marines, they had like these little air gun things that you could just
1: yeah. That's just a, walk I down. Have,
3: I never had seen anything
1: like that before until then. Neither had
3: I. And we would just walk down this line. And I swear it was 20-something things. We're like, hey, where are you going? And I told them we were going. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, my God, what in the hell? But I haven't been six since. So, like I said, knock on wood. We'll, we'll see what happens. So this is...
1: I mean, this isn't like brilliant or nothing. It's not, it's kind of obvious, but it worked. One time we already had that one. And that was the first time we encountered that. And I don't, they don't tell you. They just go, go over here and get shots. Like, you don't question it. You just do it, right? So you're in line. And it was like, I remember we walked in, kind of walked out the door where people were waiting. And I did that, like, oh, I like, walk out, like, oh, <laughs> people were all like, oh, shit, what's happening? And then later they're like, fuck you. Cause it doesn't even, <laughs> it looks like something's blowing on you or something. It doesn't exactly. Matter yeah
3: but yeah you can play it down pretty good and be like oh is it that bad oh my god it's terrible you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so clover um, yeah. we're not at that point where you line up before you go in to to get inoculated but actually there's probably stuff like that i wouldn't be surprised if there's something like that a shot like stop in and get a an immune shot or something not a not in yeah. shot i guess in general probably
3: oh yeah well i was going to ask you because when you said the shot I mean, I've never looked and never asked a woman there one time, but there's got to be, like, some sort of a medical place that if you get sick while it's shot, you could go somewhere and maybe get a shot or something. Is there a medical place or a
1: kiosk or something there at shot? So downstairs, like, where the smoking area is and where you come in from smoking and all the escalators come up from or down to or whatever, and then – yeah. I don't know. I guess if you're just a regular person going to SHOT Show and you're not media, that's where you'd go get in line for your badge if you didn't already have. It. I don't know what it's like. I, I've been in 2004 since I went there and they just handed me a badge. I never waited in a line. So um, there's that area, though, like a, like a concession. I don't know what they call it, like just a big area for lines. And then in the beginning of the show, there's lines. The rest of the show, it's empty. But that's where all the offices are and that's where... I'm guessing if there is some kind of medical, it's probably in that area because I've never okay. seen it up by the media room or anything. And there's no there's nothing really upstairs that's really the shot. There might be like a little booth that's like an information booth or the little sub information booths, but I think the main stuff is downstairs where the escalators go down too.
3: Well, I would just imagine with that many people there, you know, just by code, I would imagine the fire code or something that would have to have
1: some sort of paramedics there or something, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys you guys are usually you know, it takes a while before you have to go and then see it different days. You know, some days you show up at noon, some days you show up at eight, and there's a difference like what it looks like out front. So I was noticing this as I was putting together. I was telling you guys I was putting together uh, the website where I have all the reviews. You know, we've got 13 years of reviews of that show, and then other shows and stuff. So I've been putting them together to try to you know, this is the time of year when I usually spruce up that that content. You know, the the past Shot Show stuff, and for a long time, when especially when it traveled. It would be at a convention center always, and then they would have, I don't know what they are, like, either like sails off a sailboat, or they're bigger than billboards, but they would like skin the entire front of an entire building with like some graphics or something. And it was kind of impressive, you know, to see this multi-story building with a giant, giant, you know, like basically this, that fabric that they put on a billboard, but just huge. And then at some point i'm trying to remember and i was looking through the pictures to try to figure it out it must have been like 12 or 13 they stopped doing that and i'm guessing because it costs a billion dollars probably to make that giant thing for like four days and then it's useless but uh they quit skinning it so the front has changed because it doesn't look like shot show anymore now it just looks like a crowded building you could it could be a crowded building with anything in it right but uh out front in the kind of up the hill from where the parking or the smoking area is there's a sidewalk and during the day normally that's nothing but cop cars like it's all emergency vehicles like staged yes right. or whatever so that's probably where they got some i'm sure they got some ambulances staged where they can throw people Just in in case and out yeah. if they have to
3: there's so many doors that
1: we're not allowed to go through i'm sure if some of those doors lead right to those ambulances yeah, you know, somewhere you know that's exactly exactly and then like if you go out on the main floor like the real floor and you go to the south end or the back of the place uh, for years, that was just off limits because that's the loading gates and stuff. But lately, last couple of years, that's been open. Uh, I think it's like you have to pay for your own food there. It's not like it's free food, but it's not a snack bar either. It's like chips and drinks and bottles kind of food, uh, and then beer probably, and then uh, like just an open area where like they take up section of the loading platform, basically where all the trucks would be during the transitions between shows, and they use that area as, like, a big patio, basically, and it's a smoker's area also now. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. So, uh, I'm guessing over there, though, because that's giant, like a, basically, you know, imagine just a big cement ramp or whatever where they have all the room for getting in and out of there. I'll bet you they got ambulances back there as well as getting in. Yeah. Probably
3: so, yeah. What
1: the hell? Your noise is up, my yard. When ghosts hear noises. Is that? That's that's when humans are walking around in their backyard? Apparently. Ah, it's a human.
2: Excuse me. Why Johnny Ringo like somebody just walked all over the green.
1: So So you were
2: talking about that patio. Something I noticed that I didn't and I wanted to hit you up because I know you've kind of been around all, all around the floor and stuff before, G, but um, I was looking at the map, and it's got a patio slash barbecue area. It says weather permitting. Have you ever been out on that?
1: That's, that's what I'm talking about. It's on the south oh, side. Right. Okay, are, you are they actually about the
2: are they side? actually cooking food and stuff out
1: there? They didn't last year. Last year it was it was wasted space. It was like it normally it's not open. It's only been open for like two, I think, only two years. And uh, All right. you walk out there, and it lets it's basically a place to smoke or get out of the. Because you know, sometimes it's humid and gross in there. It just gets you out into a regular you know, environment for a minute, uh, get some air. But then they, I think the first year that's all it was, is you could go out there and come back in basically. And now they added this last year like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like it's just a guy standing there with like a little cash register and then a couple of refrigerators with like say bottled water. And it wasn't even like candy bars. It was just like snack food type of stuff, I think, because that's all I remember seeing there. It wasn't like uh, sandwiches and forks and napkins and all that kind of stuff. But uh, maybe they're gonna make it more elaborate because it was sizable. I mean, it's the loading dock for the giant convention center. So it's kind of huge, you know, it's bigger than anything. It's yeah. So they could easily put like all the barbecue, like we were talking about it before, these people downstairs are making all the venison and the elk and everything. Either selling a cooker or selling a spice or some kind of marinade. They could put all them people someplace where they could actually, you know, bring an actual cooker and really cook. That'd be a whole nother level to out. That'd There's, be cool. I That'd never really, cool. we never, like, focused on it, but I'm wondering. It, I would say food and eating is, you know, the stuff related to it. You know, you talk everything from knives and forks and coolers and, like I say, marinades and spices and stuff downstairs. I'll bet you it's sizable. It would be an entire gun show where just that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
3: you know, so. Yeah, easily. I'm going kind of, to go check that out this time. At least, if nothing else, it's to see
1: you know, what they got, you know? great. Yeah. Vanessa's saying she's got coffin, honey, and tea, right? Honey and tea, that's what they say. I don't like either one of them, but it works, apparently. Whiskey, whiskey, do it too. Whiskey will do it too. That's correct. So, New York was saying if you overdo vitamins, they force the flush, which moves the stones and whatever. Just don't want to overdo it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah but we're
1: literally- not like a giant mineral flush. We're talking like vitamin C. Like, you really can't take enough vitamin C to hurt yourself, okay? You? Like, right. big thousand so. doses or whatever they're called pills. Um, and then uh, the other stuff wasn't minerals. It was. Something with an E, I think. And it was, it it seems like if you busted the little capsule open, it would be like some kind of green powder. It would be like a plant or something. Mm -hmm. I forgot what the other one was, but it didn't seem like a mineral to me. It seemed like a.
3: Yeah, like I said, I'm just taking um, vitamin C, vitamin B, magnesium, zinc, and garlic.
1: Oh, the zinc. That's the other one. It was zinc. And somebody was telling me, because I was like, you know, I'll just be driving in the van. I got them in the glove box of the van there. And then I remember, like, for gun rights policy, I was eating them. I didn't know how big a you know, how confined a room that would be. So uh and I was getting heartburn or something like I haven't had heartburn in forever. Somebody was saying the zinc you want to eat or eat that uh, have eaten before you take the zinc and then you didn't get that. But that was that was one of them. So maybe I don't know, maybe there is some issue with uh I don't think I'm taking a massive load of zinc. I'm just taking whatever pills, you know, coming um, from parrot of zinc.
2: Yeah. Now, see I'm not the stuff I'm thinking is okay. It hasn't bothered me but when we first started taking it my wife is taking something different um or taking a little different combination and first couple of days i took those and one of the things that she was taking had cinnamon in it uh, i had cinnamon oh, in it garlic. garlic in it and thyme and there was several things like that plant-based stuff in it like you're talking about and the cinnamon was absolutely killing me for whatever reason i don't know if it was because was concentrate or what the deal was, but uh, heartburn and reflux and all that was
3: killing me. I had to quit taking that one. Yeah, I'm only taking 15 milligrams of zinc. So I don't think that's a whole lot, so I'm not really worried about it. Like the pill, like 15 milligrams or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Seven says that zinc is the magic one that's in Airborne and other cold cures. So I guess, I don't know.
1: I think that was one of the ones that seemed like it was in all the different versions of airborne. Zinc was in all of them.
3: Now, are you talking about the one that says, like, an E? Is it, like, Echinoccia or Echinacea? Yeah. Echinacea? Yes. Okay. I just got a text from someone that said you should try this also. So.
1: That's the stuff. And it's, like, it was in a capsule, like a yeah, a capsule, right, where you can pull it in part. And if you pulled it apart, it seemed like it would be a bunch of powder in there. Because I've had them, like, open in my mouth and they're gross.
3: Yeah,
1: I might go try to find some of that at Walmart. That's not one I'm you looking for. Guys are talking about cinnamon. I had a client a long time ago, a web client, or you know, was doing websites for people still, and they did spices. So we got a bunch of spices, and uh, they would give us uh, sticks of cinnamon, where they're just like a rawhide chew for a dog, except they're out of cinnamon. And mm-hmm. uh, the idea was to stick that in a drink of something, like whatever water or something, and then. That might be a way to get some cinnamon without it being like so concentrated that it's gross i don't like to drink, eat cinnamon either
2: well it's not, it wasn't gross i mean it was in capsules but oh okay um, but still it was a concentrated form and once it hit my stomach i mean it just it set off a chain reaction that was just uncontrollable it was horrible
1: the uncontrollable cinnamon well so we've got the room open we've got the invite right out but we've been going for a while so we'll see who jumps in or not But. Uh, this is Monday, so we usually talk about try to talk about behind the scenes how to. So you guys have gone for a cup to shop for a couple of times now, and you've gone to other uh, events where you travel to cover stuff. Um, any changes in your lineup as far as your tech? Uh, anything that you're trying new this year that's going to be a, an unknown for you?
3: I added a DSLR to my um, attack. Loadout, if you want to call it that, and I've done some work with it, but I've done some videos filling with it. So yeah, I, mean, I won't be new to it, but it is new since last year at Shot Show for sure.
1: That seems like a lot, because that's a oh, camera, big deal. But there's all the support gear, and then that's an expensive camera. So you're not just gonna like carry it around your neck, I'm guessing, the whole time. You're gonna have like. No, I've
3: got a, I've got a cage that goes on my tripod that'll have my light and. Microphone and all that, so it's 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 an aluminum alloy cage that, that screws into the tripod and it holds everything in place. Cool, we'll see. But uh, other than that, no, I'm not doing anything else. And I did that because it's easier going to do video and stills and all that all in camera. But I'm I'm really worried about the battery life. I'm not really sure how that's going to hold up. Yeah, do anything I've new? I've
1: got.
2: No, um, I'm trying to think. I really don't. I mean, I've got, um, compared to SHOT Show last year, yes. Compared to, you know, everything else I've done uh, over the last year, not really. Uh, SHOT Show last year, I had the little shotgun mic, and I left it. I left it here. Uh, got it specifically, going to use it for SHOT Show, and for whatever reason, it didn't end up in my bag, so um, that really sucked. Uh, so I will have that this year. I've had good luck in RA, Tulsa, whatever, uh, using that. So I'm not too scared of it. Uh, at SHOT Show, I think I can position in such a way and everything to, to get optimal audio with it. Um, the other biggest thing is, is last year at SHOT Show, and I changed right after SHOT Show because this sucked, but uh, I had the iPhone. Uh, that was my primary phone. So I've now switched and my camera phones and my talking phone is all the same phone. So I don't have to worry about that. Uh, they use all the same chargers, all the same cables, all of that good stuff. Uh, cause last year for whatever reason, the charger and everything from my iPhone come up missing and it, that was, that was problematic. So that won't be an issue because every piece of gear I got charges from the same stuff. So, um, Curve that problem, but you know the basics are pretty much all going to be the same. Oh, I yeah, did not but... have the I did not have the the uh, monopod last year either. Now that I think about it, uh not but, for shot show you didn't. But shot show gave me the idea for that, believe it or not, because everybody thought that that gimbal was so freaking cool. And and this every show I go to, people just fall in love with that gimbal um but i walked by a place and i can't even remember the booth now um and they actually sold like shooting sticks and you know like monopod rifle rests and stuff and i walked by he was like oh that's cool he's like hey man does that got a thing on the bottom that screws into a tripod and i'm like yeah he's like oh man can i look at it and so anyway he took one of his monopods and actually screwed the little v you know it's on the top oh, of it really? off yeah and screwed it onto my gimbal and we played with it we stuck it up in the air you know this this thing would go six foot or something and we stuck it up in the air and turned it around and played with it and i'm like oh man i may have to look at getting getting the monopod you know for this thing uh, trying to bounce him out i was thinking maybe he'd just let me keep that one you know
3: <laughs>
2: um he didn't he made me unscrew it unfortunately and um yeah as soon as i got home that was one of the things i went and got because i realized how valuable that was to be able to shoot video with yourself in the frame and somebody you're interviewing and all that and be able to hold it and it's steady and all that good kind of stuff it makes a profound difference um when you're using that gimbal and as far as getting panning shots uh and things like that it's really cool too because you can extend it out uh and you can really get some good smooth panning shots because you're not having to walk you're just you know raking basically that monopod across whatever you're doing so um yeah i guess that's an addition for shot
3: show anyway i think you had that for didn't you Not have that for winemaker i want to say yeah
2: i think i had i think i had it the I think the same loadout, pretty much, I've got now. I had for, yeah, I I I, I switched all that directly after Shot Show, and so yeah, yep. I think I think in Tulsa in April I had, you
3: know, I'll be running basically the same gear. Did you have a you had an NRA then? I guess didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I really didn't notice the monopod. I guess at that point, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about the dog vests and dog stuff out there in the chat at oh, shop. yeah, there's some sweet dogs they've got their shot beautiful shepherds and all sorts of cool stuff there yeah and the funniest fun. one i saw last year they had one that had a tack vest on a helmet and goggles on it was the coolest dog i've ever seen in my life i don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw that one or not that's what i was going to say they don't just have the best man they
2: have freaking all kinds of gear yeah
3: Boots, I are you going to get an outfit for Mellow? Uh,
1: uh <clears throat> so I've looked. I thought about doing the service dog thing. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know about that, but um, she's all fluffy, so it's a lot easier with, with Laura when he had the short hair or whatever to deal with that. So I just don't know. She doesn't seem like she cares. I made one, like uh, just kind of uh, took some stuff when I had the sewing machine going, and uh, sewed some straps together to make a thing when I first had her because I didn't know if she was going to, you know, because some dogs don't like collars and they'll pull all the time or whatever and not want to walk. She's super nice. She do not care what she walks with, so she doesn't need a harness. Um, I'm just concerned that, you know, when you put a some kind of a, what do you call them, a vest, I guess, whatever you call like a dog harness thing on a dog with such long hair, it just looks goofy. I don't know if she'll like it. You no. Know, or she won't care at all. I haven't really tried. Uh... She's, She's a, her being that bright white. I mean, she would look cool in some of that stuff, I think, you know? Yeah, either something white or something like a white multicam. That snow yeah, that's multi-cam. what
3: I'm saying. like, Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd look sweet on her.
1: I was thinking I've got a... When I stole her out with, when Russ had a collar on her in the yard. Uh, I, that, I took that one with him, with her, and it was like a... Uh, was that Realtree? Probably Realtree, something like Realtree and uh you know it's all right you can't really see it or nothing but then when i was driving around the trip i was in wisconsin and farting around and i saw this really cool surplus store and they did their own nylon they sewed their own nylon uh patches, but also uh dog stuff so harnesses and the vests and everything and they sewed them down in the basement so they had one in like a imagine like a fake multicam that almost looked kind of white so anyway i figured okay i'm gonna buy that i needed a new color for her anyway that was like hers you know and then uh uh it was a little bit lighter color but it's not white multicam. so i'm hoping that i can meet up do you know if beechin is going to be at the show i, mean, I, I believe name. he
3: is i believe he is yeah
1: so i figure you guys can meet, introduce me to that guy and i'll see if i can't work something out to get uh one in white camo if he's got white multi-cam because it's down you know, oh a sling That'd be, yeah no no he does dog collars and stuff
3: get a dog collar. oh he does too oh, that's right that's right
4: but, but uh, uh, I was saying
3: you do like a a, a paracord
1: Collar. you could probably find some cool stuff for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'll see whatever he might have or want to do or whatever. Yeah. Um. So otherwise, uh, I don't know. I got Oro in there one time, but they got so many things everywhere that say no dogs. I don't know. I'm not trying to push it. You know, I've got no reason to try to get kicked out or anything. But I don't know. So whatever happens, will happen. All right. Um. So Gary keeps jumping in and out. He'll be jumping in, I think, and. I was going to say, uh, so with thanks to Yankee and and the Posse and all their generous financial support, I've got some uh, potential here. Now, I'm not looking to go nuts. You know me. I'm not looking to build a better mousetrap or try to get into production all of a sudden or anything. However, I've been thinking a second phone would be pretty freaking useful. So when I look to buy the same exact phone which I got, which would be my... Tendency, right? Buy one that I know works. I got a Mm -hmm. G. What do I have? I have a S5 Galaxy Active, so it's like super rugged or whatever, and it's worked Mm -hmm. great for me. Uh, and it's you know, I know it, so if I can get one of them, it looks like for 82 bucks for a rebuilt, like Mm -hmm. they call it, uh, yeah, it's about right. uh, Yeah, all right. I'm trying to say. When they refurbish them I guess refurbish, yeah, yeah. right not even a refurb just a used one refurbished guns is the hundred dollar level new one it's 200 level so that's out of the question I don't need a new one but um when I'm looking at 80 to hundred you know refurbished I guess would be better than just buying a used one off of somebody because at least a refurbish went through and they looked at it right or maybe you guarantee on it or something but um didn't somebody was talking about uh iPhones at Walmart for like a hundred bucks was that Bob or somebody else was saying that they wow. have like a well, uh, old iPhone, not new ones, but old iPhones that are on these like month by month. You don't have to have a contract. Phone yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, I don't use Mac. There's some potential advantage to having an iPhone around just so I can see how things work on an iPhone or whatever. But I'm not looking, I'm not you know interested in learning a bunch of stuff and having a learning curve. So. I guess I'm throwing it out there. What do you guys think? Would you throw eighty dollars at a used one, hundred dollars at a refurbished, or that hundred-ish at whatever the equivalent iPhone I would get for hundred bucks?
3: I'm talking time. to a guy that's got four Galaxy S5s. So oh really? I know. Yeah. I mean, I can get Nine. them for cheap, and and I know what they do. And I know what they can't do. I'm familiar with them. I mean, there's a lot of value to going after an iPhone if you want to try it out. But I'm for one, just I'm comfortable with this S5, and I've got four of them that I've done a lot of stuff on.
2: Yeah. I've got three, and one, you know, that's including my regular, uh, you know, phone, is the Galaxy S5. Now, what I will say about iPhone that sucks, uh, even if, and this is even if you get the older, it doesn't matter. Um, you're talking about a totally different charger than any other USB charging device out there, which yep. really sucks. Yep. Uh, that's what I ran into last year. And then no, have so it you've a- gotta yeah. you've got to keep up with that you know you've got to keep up with your charger and your cord or if it goes bad or whatever happens right and then the next thing is storage expansion um yep. you fill that up yep. with pictures or video or whatever you're screwed you got to have some place to offload that i mean if you can't get on the wi-fi uh which like at range days you can't, you're not going to be able to Um, you're not going to get cell service or Wi-Fi to upload to a cloud or or do something like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do you get it off there? I mean, you're going to have to take it somewhere, plug it into your laptop, you know, whatever, and try to offload it. Now they do make uh, what they call iDrives, which are a, um, um, basically a USB thumb drive more or less. And I got one of those actually for shot last year and I used it. Uh, and it worked, um, it worked pretty well. It was a, remember if it was a 32 or a 64 gig then my phone was only 16 so you can imagine with the apps I didn't have a whole lot of room on there right
1: and that's uh, just physically plug it into the port where you would charge it and it sucks the stuff off like a like Well,
2: box. no you plug it in you can't charge it while it's plugged in you you oh, I mean, the looking forward yeah. through the charging
1: port or whatever yeah
2: or you plug it into that charging port and then you go into you have to use the app and then transfer your photos or whatever over to it uh, and then delete your photos and and go on. But all of that takes time as well, right? It's not as easy as just turning it off, yanking a SD card out, or you know, even putting a bigger SD card in to start with, which is what I do. Yep. Ag, hey, have
0: you? Uh, where are you looking for your used phones if you're going to buy one used?
1: I didn't have any resources until like moments ago, so I've only looked at Amazon. Just right okay now. You,
0: you've been looking at Amazon yeah. I know I know you can get them off eBay but I'm gonna tell you right now I would either look at Amazon or that one website I I, I mentioned uh, swappa Swappa's where great. basically yeah. everybody if someone upgrades to a new phone they sell it on swappa and that company checks to make sure that the 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 serial number on it isn't bad so it's not like a, a phone that somebody got and then you know did something yep. bad on their account and got it blacklisted so they sell phones good phones
3: swappa, and they've all been fine never had a problem any of them
0: yeah i would really recommend because if i don't i sometimes i buy phones from ebay but since i'm on a pay-as-you-go plan uh i usually just use swappa because i can just buy another verizon phone and just use it with my service and be done with it yeah i know i know you've got uh you, you use one of the other services but again you know it, it's even better if you're getting a gsm phone because you can literally just get whatever gsm phone you like Pop in the SIM card, and then there you go.
3: But I think he's not going to be using it for a phone. He's just going to be using it for camera, extra, extra app. Yeah,
1: because I can't exactly. even like install right. the new. What is it? Uh, when everybody says to use Waze instead of Google Maps, like I don't have room on my stupid and, phone to do that.
0: And I, I'm I'm going to ask you this since since you, since you need to use more apps and you need a bit more app intensive. Have you? I, I know you've got the Galaxy S5. But have you looked at possibly getting, like, a used uh, Note 4 instead? Because you can have – there's more storage space, there's more RAM on it, and there's more ability to use, have more apps on it than it would be a normal phone.
1: Hold on. So that was one of the next questions is should I just get the same phone, which I'm familiar with and I know, but you're saying a what?
0: The Galaxy, the Samsung Galaxy Note 4. That this was just – that was. Phone. It, it's just a bigger phone. It's more, it's more bigger phone. It comes with its own stylus, but again, it has it has more ability to use. More.
1: And, then, and it's got you can because use it's a, because it's a tablet or because it's got more. It's just a bigger it, screen it's just It's between
0: a tablet and
1: and a cell phone so it's like the next step up the ability to run more because it's got more ram or it's got the...
0: more ram and and so and if you if you get the 64 gigabyte one you can get uh more memory but standard is either 16 or 32 gigabytes yeah, get get uh, sd
3: cards and put i gonna put a 64 gig it, sd card exactly in s5 and be fine
0: here's what i did with my s5 i got i got a 256 gigabyte sd card and I threw that in my s5 and that that did the trick but again do something like that you can get a note 4 and there you go you can use way more apps and you won't be bogged down because you'll also have unlike your five you'll have more memory too so you'll be able to run better apps
1: all right so uh, I don't know how to work this site I'm, I think it's just trying to sell them how do I buy one swap yeah Swappa. just uh here
0: Okay. Uh, well, let me let me screen share it and you know run you through it, all right?
3: Yeah, I've used Here. Swappa several times and I've always had really good Here. luck with them.
0: Okay, so basically, the, here's the website, Swappa.com. Basically, you choose what your provider. My provider is Verizon, so I'll click Verizon. Okay, and I just want to
1: AT and I use AT and T.
0: Okay, you use AT and T. We'll go to AT and T then. Okay, I want an AT and T phone. Okay, I don't want an iPhone. I don't want a tablet, uh, so I want, I want a phone, okay? I want to use Android, so I'll click Android, then and it'll show me a list of all the available Android phones that I could buy. As I said before, a Note 4, so we'll have to go down and see if there's any Note 4s. Uh, right
1: there, to the left.
0: Right there. 90 bucks for a Note 4. That's not bad. It's a 32 gigabyte model, black
1: and so that's why so you click on one of them people there and it's like craigslist or something you're just buying it from that individual
0: um kind of yeah but but again it's it it, it, you do you pay for it via paypal so you know you're, you're covered as far as the whole phone thing is going there you know and you know buying selling and whatnot and also you can also see whether you think it's worth 90 bucks or not this one looks like it's been a little used and abused 90 bucks might be a good price for it might be stretching it but you could go back and look at like say one of these a different one and go back and see this the note 4 does come with a stylus so instead of trying to you know use your finger several million times to get the the uh the screen to actually recognize it with the stylus it'll recognize it on every touch and that's why I recommend getting something like a Note 4 if you're going to do any type of video or if you just need to use a lot of apps.
1: Anybody else voting for a Note versus the phone I already have that I know?
3: Well, I'll tell you this, the next phone that I get is going to be a Note for my personal phone because it's a bigger screen and all that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good phone. I mean, it's uh, my wife has had one and she loved it and she just moved to an iPhone, but her one of her phones she had previous was a Note, and she loved it. Yeah,
0: I'm moving Thanks, to a uh, Note 4 as soon as I can because I just need the I need more, I need the more space myself. So I'm going to upgrade to a Note 4. I just figured well, gonna, I'd mention it because I'm
2: upgrading. I'm going to dissent because a lot of the mounts, gimbals, and other things um, you start talking about more expensive when you start jumping up into a bigger phone. I mean, they only accommodate. Yeah. If you're just gonna fact, hold it,
3: that's one thing. if you're gonna mount it, yeah, it's gonna be a different yeah. size. Now, I,
0: I have I have looked into that actually, and uh, the four works with the uh, the gimbal active four, I think it is, just fine.
2: Are you talking about a specific gimbal that it works with?
0: Yeah, the uh, you know what? the the one you've got. You've got the uh, the 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 Q the smooth Q. Yeah, I've got
2: the uh, Yeah, I've got the smooth Q.
0: Yeah, I think it's like the the active the uh, the active four or something like that uh, gimbal works
2: with the note as well. Okay, I still don't. You're saying active four gimbal? I don't know what you're saying. You're I, forget, I forget. I forget. I forget the, 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 the name of the model.
0: The name of the model of the gimbal. But you're okay. still
2: saying you're still saying I've got to buy another gimbal. So I would be looking at another device plus another gimbal. No, thank you.
1: all right so pulling it away from the phones for a bit I got something to think about there and I'm, again my goal now isn't to just buy more tech or whatever I'm not trying to get loaded right. down stuff so um, I'll consider keep it in mind and uh, it's just that right now mine's is getting pretty bogged down and uh, I don't know I still we haven't gotten much feedback on the idea of a $100 one from um, Walmart but I guess now that you showed me this site when I look for the Galaxy S fives, they're more like there's one of them here for sixty-nine dollars. Right. Uh there's some for seventy-five. So uh which is honestly free- about what they should be, really. Okay. So it says fast yeah. free shipping, but um it's Monday. If I ordered it today, it ships tomorrow. Am I even getting it before a shot? So it might be a dumb thing to pursue. Like I say, it's not my goal to gird myself with a bunch of shit. But uh, at least this gives me an idea that right. maybe it's not worth going to Walmart and buying one for 100 bucks when I could get a, what I think still think would be better is just the exact same phone for 75 right? Well, if, I don't you, if you can to find
3: it for well. like 80 something or whatever on Amazon that can guarantee you two-day shipping, you know, then that's probably right now for this particular event where you know you're going to get it from Amazon in a couple of days, you know, that might be
1: the best way to go if you're going to get one before a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, we don't have to turn this into a buying thing, but I appreciate the <laughs> right. input on it. And um, maybe I can talk somebody into just letting me borrow a better phone. Bob gave me a Windows phone, which, I man, I want to say it's decent because it seems nice, and it's, it looks nice and everything, and it's kind of quick. But it's like everybody hates Windows, so it just doesn't work with nothing. I use it as an MP3 player. And I didn't
5: know they still made Windows phones.
1: Well, bob gave it to me so it might be three years old i don't remember what year he gave it to me or how long he had it before but he couldn't use it for nothing either and it didn't work in canada so he said i could have it and i kind of like the idea but then on the other side i don't hardly even charge it so that's why i'm i'm not a hundred percent i would have made the decision i wouldn't even have talked about it if it was a done deal i just don't know if it's a waste of 70 bucks because i'm never going to use the damn thing um we'll turn it into a van chat or, to, or into a van chat discussion at some point because if i do have a second device i'm assuming it'll wi-fi to my uh internet on the van or whatever so if it, it, and that's where getting into like what clover was saying how it mounts and what Night strike saying with the larger screen if i get a second device and it is larger and it's capable of working in the van as like a map and i can do things like ways on it and the gas buddy or whatever that thing's called to like you know, through the things that I'd like to do with my phone, but I just don't. I just don't want to do them with my phone. I'd rather have a second thing doing them. Uh, I might talk about that in some other show or something. Um, Pink is saying, "Did like you get a- an old? You got a tablet last year, didn't you? Like a small tablet from Walmart? Does, you still have that?" Well, that's my. Um, that's why I'm not anxious to buy more crap. Yeah, when I was in Pennsylvania heading into New York, I didn't pay attention, and I got there and I had to wait a date because I got there too early. They didn't have tours when I got there. So I was farting around in Pennsylvania trying to figure out what to do with my guns. I was hanging out in a Walmart and I uh, bought this tablet for seventy-five bucks, thinking I could use it as a map on the, in the van instead of the GPS. Which was, I mean, I bought my GPS in two thousand and twelve at like a truck stop on sale, so for like seventy-nine dollars. So it was an old GPS in two thousand and twelve, and every time I'm driving around the middle of nowhere, it's got me driving like on the field you know because it doesn't know where the ropes are and stuff <laughs> right. so, and it and it takes me like dumb places it takes me to like behind the place like in a cul-de-sac in the neighborhood behind it you know it really sucks at you in so it and then plus it's mounted in the cop car so it doesn't mean no good in the van so um uh anyhow, so I, yeah i bought that tablet thinking i could use it like that but it is like I mean, if somebody needs it for like their kids or something, I'm sure it plays nursery rhymes fine, but it's like a toy. It doesn't even, it takes like an hour to turn on. Battery lasts for like an hour if you don't do anything with it. It's just, it's inadequate. I wasted the money and that's why I just, I bought it on a stupid whim at a Walmart, like a sucker. You know, I should have bought it probably for 40 bucks online or from Hong Kong and 30 bucks from Hong Kong or something. And it would have been fine for just playing games on, I'm sure. But uh it just can't handle the, it doesn't refresh fast enough or something. Like it can't handle the map whenever I do get it up there. It just struggles to have the map open. I got you.
3: Yeah, I think any of these phones would do the trick. It's just depending upon what you, you know, how much you want to spend and what you can find. But I think any of them would do what
1: you're looking for to do. Yeah. But anyway, so pink was saying some talk i was about to say pink says he got a second phone and a walmart special on a different carrier between me and marco we had all three carriers covered and that's something i wasn't thinking about either i was going to throw it on that's my existing plan because i have that whatever that hub thing is called but uh there is something to that whenever we drove around in 12 i did have at and verizon i think at least i had two plans that were different coverages so they had different you know they overlapped each other. They weren't just one plan using the same towers, or two plans using the same towers. Do you know you guys have multiple plans like that, Are you running like a month-to-month plan on a different carrier intentionally? No, no. I was with AT and T.
2: No. Now I do have a, I do have a Verizon phone um, because the AT and T tower here. We you know we got no home phone, of course, nobody does anymore, but. The AT&T Tower here, being taller than the Verizon Tower, and for several other reasons, I guess, occasionally it will get hit by lightning. Um, and It takes them a few days to fix it or whatever. And so I've got a Verizon, like, pay-as-you-go. And, you know, if the tower, that way if the tower gets hit here or something, I can, all I got to do is get online and it's, whatever, 30 bucks or something. I can turn that on, forward my number over to it, you know, real quick. And. And um, and it's done. But outside of that, as far as traveling or something
3: like that, no, I don't use it for that. Yeah. You know I've always had just AT and T, and never kind of gone outside that.
5: Yeah, I'm pretty much Verizon. That's it.
1: All right, we're gonna palate cleanse here for a bit and get back I'm to what we're all here for. Verizon. And uh guy that comments, I don't always do another. Is he having a conversation with somebody I'm missing? He says, YouTube and tech giants pushing gun control. I'm assuming that means comment, our, comma, our fault for not selectively filtering out anti-gun organizations, or was it an inevitability? So I don't know if he's just griping or if that's part of an ongoing conversation, but just as a way to mix it up. YouTube and tech giants pushing for gun control. Is that our fault for not selectively filtering out anti-gun organizations so i'm not sure what that means where do we filter out anti-gun organizations and i don't know what selectively filtering them out means like from where unless you guys have some insight am i missing a part of a conversation and then was it an inevitability doesn't i don't know what it was yet so the tech giants pushing out gun. Pushing for gun control—is that an inevitability? Anybody want to stab into any of that meaty topic? I don't,
0: I don't know we have one. enough time.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I understand exactly what's going on.
1: Okay, yeah. I think
3: what he's saying is—is is he <laughs> said we should have chosen another tech company, maybe you know, instead of using YouTube? Well, YouTube was what what there was at that time wasn't there I mean that really wasn't else anything that could handle what everyone was trying to do early in the days so were they G?
2: well and and let's I mean if, if that's what we're if that's what we're talking about um, YouTube didn't have a problem initially you know and that's what I've said all along about the next greatest latest thing that's why we have to be able to uh, adapt we shouldn't fear these platforms or fear learning these platforms or getting on these platforms Because the next greatest platform may be right around the corner. Let's say that it's Gunstreamer. And I don't know if the Gunstreamer folks are out here. And I I mean, no disrespect when I'm just using the name like this. But let's say that it's Gunstreamer. And let's say that it's the next biggest thing. They get live. It blows up. And Facebook comes along and offers them $6 billion for Gunstreamer. Well, I wouldn't fault them one damn bit for selling Gunstreamer. Um And then you know what's going to happen from there, of course. So, you know, just because it's the next thing on the horizon and it seems all, you know, First Amendment, Second Amendment friendly, whatever, doesn't mean that it's, even if it blows up or whatever happens, it's necessarily going to always be that way. So you can't foretell the future. Um, So you have to deal in the now uh, and the laws of probability. And the best way to do that is to be on every single platform that you can get on, uh know everything about them and as soon as one starts starts to come up get on and get familiar with it that way you're you're there should it take off at least you're able to take advantage of the heydays
1: before it may go south on you oh shit! does this work so platforms are like calibers and you can be invested in a plat in a caliber all you want but uh, maybe that doesn't work. I was going to say you're you're shooting though, you know. So if you're shooting nine or you're shooting 22, shooting 45, you're shooting 3030. 30, you're shooting. If you're totally invested in nine and then or 357 Sig or 45 GAP, right? And then oh the caliber's gone. Do you go oh I'm done shooting? Or right. you just so buy another caliber, and keep going, right? Do you learn these tools? Uh, learn the ways to use the internet. Learn how to communicate effectively. And then who cares the medium it, hopefully it's gun streamer tomorrow right right now it's youtube we're all waiting for it to crap out because we're sick of it but uh you know hopefully we'll figure out a way to get night strike some funding and it'll be GunTube will be the the thing and then people will go man we want to hang out on gun tube that guy likes mill serps and he doesn't like hunting enough or something you know
0: no i like i like hunting i like mill serps i like everything and that's but that's i
1: think the- that this as far as youtube i mean Tech happened. It, it happened. Watch the video, the movies. There's really neat videos, uh, histories of the development of tech. It comes from uh, electronics. It comes from uh, solid state. So you know, it comes from the military. It comes from NASA. We were building airplanes and missiles and complicated stuff using the you know electronics at the time, which were vacuum tubes and everything. And as soon as they created solid state to deal with all the vacuum tubes and the delicacy, you know the, the fragileness of the vacuum tubes uh boom like clever people figured out how to use those those integrated circuits in clever ways and then as soon as that happened it's an exponential growth and creativity and and development and, and bring in bring theor theoretics to theoretical things to life all that stuff happened in california unfortunately you know they had influence and in there's or area right. If that some of that stuff happened in Texas, if Texas Instruments and Mac, Microsoft mm-hmm. would have stayed in Texas, we'd have a different YouTube, right? It'd be you fucking barrel or something, you know. It would be pro gun as, as shit, and then people would be bitching that the Google is too pro gun or whatever. Texas Google is too pro gun. Mm-hmm. I think it just an, a, you know part of like why is Hollywood like that? Because it's based in Hollywood. What if it was based in Texas? It'd be a different movie coming out. Right. Exactly.
3: You had YouTube that was, you know, consumed by Google, and and you look at all of these upstart companies. And I think, uh, you know, Clover hit on, Let's say GunStreamer, and GunStreamer gets big. You know, who's to say that Facebook, who is anti-gun, doesn't offer them six billion dollars just to close it down? And who's going to turn six billion dollars away? I mean, you got you got Austin who's funding this from his, you know, his own private account. You get offered $6 billion from Facebook. Well, you'd be stupid not to take that. Well, then Facebook just turned into, basically, why is it just to shut it down? Because they don't want pro-gun material out there. And they're probably going to have a non-compete clause in that, so he can't start up another gun streamer for another three years or whatever. So, yeah, it you look for the way. next one, you know.
2: Could always potentially do other efforts though
1: you, you could know, but, I'm saying is, but what i'm
3: saying way. is you'll, you'll just have to adapt you'll have to find the next one and then when it goes right. away you'll just have to continuously find the next one oh, i don't even think that's it's just a, the way it's going to be i don't think it's a burden
1: though here's what no, 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 i no, no, no.
3: that's what i'm saying is that we just have to be able to adapt to it we just have to be ready for it we know it's coming
1: you know, well, I, you know I think it's inevitable as i guess i'm saying i don't think it's yeah like, we have to i think it's a development of when you think of like youtube and, and google YouTube was created by somebody and they had kicked in the balls and kitten videos over there. And then YouTube or Google came along and said, Oh, we could use that tech for our bigger, greater goals. Right. They bought it and developed it. Now it became a subsidiary of a larger company. It became a department. It became, you know, that those group of people over there. But at that point, where are they invested in the, I don't know, whatever you want to call like the spirit of the whole thing. You know, I'm sure that they're, invested you know with the concept and the, what they're trying you know the greater goals of the company and all that but um, you look at a Gunstream; and that's four people that's four yep. human beings and that's how many creators are working with it and it's the audience and everything so those four human beings are developing the code they're developing whatever marketing they're dealing with us as creators bitching and moaning and complaining and patting them on the back and talking shit about them they're dealing with the audience complaining about the you know interface they're complaining about it's green instead of blue They're complaining that, you know, so-and-so doesn't get enough FaceTime or too much FaceTime over here, you know, all the different things that they're getting. All of that is creating four people who have an experience that's named four people at YouTube that could have that experience anymore. It's departments, named four departments of Google that are responsible for keeping track of that for the planet. You know what I'm saying? uh, Gunstreamer, the four individuals are going to get, with our participation and support, are going to get to where like if glover says somebody comes along and says oh i like the tech there let me buy it i'll bet you they'll be like hell yeah like if somebody bought gun channels from me like yeah i'll buy it because i can build gun channels like faster and better tomorrow that would hit the things that people care about in gun channels right so i'll bet yep. you if somebody came along after a couple years and said hey let me buy that same with night strike hey let me buy that old-fashioned rusty gun tube off you Fuck yeah here take it now i'm going to go build the next version which you know might have some elements from that past thing but that's. I, I think it's not even like you have to learn the next thing. It's like they're probably waiting. You know, it's yeah. almost like relieving a burden or relieving a scratch scratching an itch. Like, yeah, here, take that, so I can go do the thing that I know people actually want. You know, we started with this in the beginning of 2017, as we built it. You know, we're we're adapting and building, but we now know what the people really want or what would be better. So heck right. yeah, I think that's what it's yeah. all about.
3: And they just uh, they just updated their homepage uh, where they look the homepage looks if you noticed that today. Gunstreamer. Yep, What's we just on? found that about two hours ago.
1: What's going
3: on? Yeah,
5: it's it's
3: a it's little not, messed up. Not your not your your channel page, but the actual homepage.
5: Yeah, the homepage they added a featured video, but it appears to be at least on my page they picked one that's eight months old, but it's got the most
1: views. You mean this featured video is new i don't know what's different
5: no no if you go to your if you go to your gun streamer page see it comes up with that home page oh and that's, yeah that's
1: Interesting.
3: okay i think they are just picking the one that has the
1: most views on your channel probably I, don't know. I would like it a lot better if there was a gun channels thing down here instead of it sucky face shitty crap book <laughs>
0: Well, I, I may I may have to set one up for GunTube.
1: Yeah, maybe I'd use GunTube if it had an affiliate link back to Gun Channels. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Let's go over to Gun Channels and see who's got affiliate links back over to them. Oh, look at that! Huh. no, look at that! It's day one, anyway. I <laughs> a message from me. <laughs> How about them apples? New subscriber, blah 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 blah. What's all that about? Is that spam, or is that somebody from like China or Japan or Korea or somebody jumping in? Uh, let me go check. If it's Japanese, I can be able to tell you. So Rob is saying, I don't know if Rob's in a mood or what, but he says the tyrants of the past thought the tools of IBM were great. Imagine what they would think of what we have today. So, anybody read the book called IBM and the Holocaust? i have not i did a book review oh, no, on I, um, I don't know where i i saw this book on tape somewhere one time and you know we drive back and forth to vegas a lot and books on tape the road you know no no uh, radio at all before satellite radio or anything book on tape right so uh I had no idea so ibm comes from cash registers back in the olden days of like you know physical cal- or whatever they call it mechanical uh, you push the fun thing, and like mechanically, gears change, and that's how the Castro deserved. Yeah, everybody
2: watching. Huh? What was that? Someone, someone was watching
1: the video. Oh. No, I so, don't know. so uh, anyway, it was really interesting how the development of IBM and it turns into the census, right? You, they eventually get to where they help the U.S. government with the census. The war starts with Germany, and you know that didn't just turn on one day. They were being freaking tyrannical over there and invading countries and everything anyway long story short they would have never been able the only way that they were able to keep track of all the jews and all the family lines down to like the eighth generation or whatever they were doing to kill everybody you know they were like horrible at that uh the reason they were able to even do it was ibm built the computers for the census over here and they sold them to them and then created companies that existed over there to sell them the product. so they are assholes i've never bought an ibm product since then if i can help it and uh yeah that's literally you know the ibm cards you know those old punch cards that's how the nazis were able to do the horrible shit they did with the jews and uh i can't even imagine if a hitler type of person were to have a facebook like
3: I don't even want to think about the prospect I, of him being able to spread his message through Facebook. Can you imagine?
0: Ugh. All I can, all, all, all I can picture are uh, are bad, badly written posts of mine. Camp. No, thank you.
1: All right, well, that took it down a horrible road since Nazis were being a bunch of fuckers, Yeah, let's it. not go down that road again. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, Nazis are bad, okay?
1: No, let's not blow it off. Nazis are horrible fuckers that killed the world, tried to kill the world. So uh, where do we take it from there? Did we come out of that? Or is it, just kill it? I like guns. Yeah, so we're, t- we're talking about uh, the SHOT Show, we're talking about what we can do to make it better. Um we're gonna have a specific show on Thursday and I can change that at this point. Sarge said anytime late is good for him. I don't know what our is uh schedule is like. I'd like her to join if possible. And uh I don't know if I have her direct email, but uh I guess I should also hold Clover. I sent those taxes like one for you and one for her, not one for you to do what you're bidding and then another one for you to just hold on to. Oh,
2: is that is that is that a fact? <laughs> so uh can I, can I, can I, I'm, I'm just going to make a statement about who paid for all of that. I'm just saying.
1: All right. Well, uh, actually Yankees viewers <laughs> paid for that actually. So, um, I wasn't sure at the time when I sent them Clover was like gracious enough to spend his own money again on getting some patches and stuff. So I had sent those along. So I wasn't sure if I was going to get to shot show whenever you bought that stuff. So, um, I can take the rest of them and give them to everybody else, but uh, no, I it's can't not-
2: believe nobody jumped on that. I mean, those are old school, you know, everything that matters patches. So, All I
1: don't think well, there there's is- going to be any more of those. Yeah, seriously. Right. Maybe Pink bought a bunch. Pink tends to buy a bunch to help make the the purchases even possible. I don't remember with that one. It was a long time ago. But right. somebody might have bought a bunch. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be like five somewhere. You know, it's not going to be a lot. Um, and that's not going to be somebody who puts them in a store. That's going to be somebody who trades them or whatever. So, uh, Nobody's been buying the decks either. I'm not trying to sell them, but you know the idea was that we—I think I had like ten decks or something up there, and that would right. do money at the thing. We're covered now. Uh, I'll get—I'll get dinner that night, but um, yeah, I'll just bring whatever decks I got. So everybody'll have decks that shows up at shot for sure. And I don't—I keep forget thinking like I'm forgetting somebody. So whoever's coming with Sarge isn't Gun Channels, right? That's somebody else. Uh, okay.
0: Sarge. I don't know if Boomer's going with him.
1: But I wasn't sure if he's going with Boomer or with somebody else. So.
5: Look, is going with his crew for somebody.
1: Right. Yeah, I think so. And you never know. Somebody might be able to show up. You never know when things change or whatever. Schedules Maybe. change or somebody gets a free trip to Vegas or, like, uh, you know, gets – I don't know. You never so, know. When somebody...
0: the Sarge will give you an interesting pr- perspective because he's in law enforcement. So he can give you the law enforcement perspective.
1: I think we're talking about those big ass, uh, I guess they're the fourth, fifth gen of every Second Matters patches, those ones where I made them super large accidentally. You know what? Here's another thing. Um, that set of patches, okay, I don't remember. It was either that set or the Glow in the Dark, but I also have some, found some of them, Glow in the Dark, right? One of those two was on a platform called, what was it called? It was called like Gun, I don't know, Gun Fund Me or something like that and it was uh, an effort to create a pro gun pro 2a kickstarter so that projects that were pro 2a could have a place like somebody could create a gun and put it on there or a gun shop could go on there and get a range or something i think that's one of the successful ones they had was somebody was able to like crowdfund an upgrade to their shop and put in a range and by doing like memberships and stuff as part of the kick the crowdfunding um we did that project like in a March or something and I went back to do taxes in like September and it was gone to where like the site didn't exist and I couldn't even pull my like records of who bought stuff and like it was just oh, gone. that sucks. Yeah, and then they turned into a channel review and gear and they're on full 30. <laughs> there you
3: go. Mike's out there listening he said so i sent him a link if you don't mind because this is his
1: first shot show but he's out there listening right now. No, I gave Mike a link too so I tried dividing okay. uh, you're MW Tactical, Mike. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah Mike I sent you a link so I think what's happening is it's going into spams. I divided it into two emails tonight to only 10 people each uh, instead of one with like four I didn't invite all 40 I invited 29 I guess so one of them had like nine uh, 10 and one of them had like 19 but uh, I don't know I guess I should start doing something else to get emails out to maybe that's why we're not seeing people show up if they're not getting the email did you guys get the email for me you all got should have got it I put Gary on there
3: I got the email. No, I didn't
1: get an email. Text. After so, you sent me the text, though. I'm shadow emailed. I'm email banned somehow. Shadow banned, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's all. I sent a link to Sarge and to uh, Mike and to some of the other people I know that are you know out there doing 2 a stuff that are I think going to shot uh, so that we can talk about you know just some of the tech stuff and you know chargers and that kind of thing, whatever we end up talking about. Well, they sell coat hangers
0: at shot. What okay. is that supposed to be? Uh, that, 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 that's a joke that uh, started a little after Christmas, where uh, and, and, and uh, well, FFL, uh, slash SOT right. two right. right. made a uh, an auto sear drop oh. an auto sear for oh, an AR fifteen out of okay. a coat hanger.
3: I got
1: you. Okay, Mike's here. There you go. Got a new logo. Very stickerish, getting ready for printing on that one. Oh, your mic's not working
4: though. All right, you hear me now? There we yeah, go.
3: Yeah, we hear you, Verizon. Yeah,
0: we hear you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to say, um, give a good thanks to Ghost for making that logo for me.
0: Ghost no makes some really good logos. I tell you. Well,
3: they all look like <laughs> his though. It's a problem. Well, I have, I, everyone asked me, they want a round right. logo. So Damn, Ghost, create a new template for
2: logos already. Well, what brother. I'm saying is,
3: everyone that wants the logo, they ask me I'm for messed, a round logo, so... Hey,
4: uh, the best part about it was I didn't even ask for it. It just showed up in my email one That's day. That's
3: true. That's
1: true.
0: <laughs> I asked for mine.
1: <laughs> but as far as that goes, I mean, it's tight. It's uh, You can see it in a square. That's important, right? And then half the time now... It's not even a square they cut they crop it to round so i think that's a pretty efficient whatever mm-hmm. equation for a oh yeah logo when well,
3: g was asking mike everybody what, what kind of tech like cameras and all that stuff what are you taking to shot show this year as far as cameras and, and loadout and stuff
4: oh man i'm just gonna use my telephone and my everyday sony Um, camcorder that i record everything else with i'm not going all fancy what you see is bring a
3: tripod or anything
4: uh if they let me get on it with a plane (laughs) you know so um but like i said more than anything else i'm not um bringing all my setup out there like i'm not even bringing my computer out with me so um everything that i capture on my phone is what i'm gonna shoot back out until i get back home and then i can edit and do whatever else i'm going to do
1: oh that's interesting so are you going to be clouding it or backing it up at all
4: uh you know um i bought that google pixel phone and they give you two years of free storage you know so unlimited yeah for just only for the two years oh wow um when you first buy it storage is nice yeah so um i think i'll be good on that aspect but then, like I said, my camcorder, I got those little um removable little little cards. I forgot what they're called. SD cards. No, yeah, SD cards. Well, you. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not going fancy because like I said, this is my first time. And this right here is more of the gauge of what to do, how to prepare for a show of this scale.
1: Brennan, right you been to NRA?
4: Yeah, I've been to the NRA and everybody keeps saying multiply the NRA times 10, but um four. Yeah, the the other aspect of it is is it's all industry and it's not like open to the public. So that's another aspect you got to look at. So
1: Yeah, I mean it's not better or worse, it's just different and mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely different. Um so not bringing a laptop. Clover, is it- where did you guys end up last year? I forget. I never actually got to your room or nothing to see your setup. But um, that's interesting. So, we, I mean, man, back in the day, we brought towers and, and you know, big old TV, whatever you call it, like a big square, you know, thing, like a, whatever you can call it, old monitors. We brought a printer the first year because back in the day, you had to have a, a waiver for every person that was in a picture and they were worried about it. So, like, we literally carried on pieces of paper to, for people to sign so we brought a printer so we could print all that but uh we've always had a challenge even now i mean we've gone through i have a little tiny <coughs> like a little tiny Dell. remember when those little tiny laptops were a thing mm-hmm. yeah. that's all my old pictures So i got this you know for a couple of years there i brought that little tiny dell thinking i was all cool but it sucked it was like so slow to move pictures and that's stuff so far. Right. our issue is we try to Take a bunch of stuff you know for the year get as many pictures as you can because it's free and you're paying a lot of money to get them and then I don't know we, we could talk about it separately uh, but we tried to devote hours each night to getting content up ASAP to be the first to get content up because that we you know we felt is a, an element of it then right. the third was backup like having an, when you have like we at some years we would have five to seven people taking pictures. Bringing them all to a hotel room at night, that was an, an elaborate, like, little choreography thing there where, you know, one of us would just be manipulating pictures and storing and stuff got lost. I'm not saying we were perfect, but backup. I mean, backup, backup, backup. You pay a lot of money for these pictures. So a couple of elements there is how you set up in your hotel room slash wherever you're going to be. You, I mean, Mike, you, you're staying with somebody at like their house?
4: Yeah, I'm staying with family.
1: Yeah, you got it made because you'll have like a desk or a table or something like actually legitimate. But like hotel rooms, oh, man, we always go bare minimum hotel rooms. So no like extra little suite or anything with like a desk. So we're like on beds trying to work laptops or doing weird things with chairs, trying to make benches out of them and stuff. But so how do you guys set up your rooms or your stuff? And with the amount of stuff you're bringing, what do you do about distributing pictures each night to get them off your cameras or phones? And then backups. So it's a lot of stuff. I'll just throw it out there for everybody. Let's dig into that for a while.
2: Well, last year, um, it was just phones for me. And I think I'm pretty sure I had my tablet as well. So, you know, I had, what, three phones, I guess, and a tablet. And that was was it. So it was, as far as what went out during shot, it was just live streams, man. Honestly, live streams and um, a few Instagram posts. That was about it. Um, this year, it's going to be it's going to be more of the same in a way. Um, I'm not concerned with getting things out right away. Um, depending on in what light you portray them and how you how you do your uh, your videos or your pictures or whatever, I don't think that it's absolutely necessary to get them out that night or or even during shot. And the reason I say that is a lot of the stuff we're covering. I talked about this earlier and I've talked about it several times. A lot of stuff that we do is evergreen content. And, you know, I tell this to people that starting up that, you know, may be hesitant to turn on a camera and do something, but, you know, turn on a camera and review, you know, a pistol you've got that maybe they haven't made it for 30 years, you know, Um, that's evergreen, and somebody's going to be looking for that. And when they look for it, I got old videos on my channel that people comment and give me a hard time because things have happened since that video was made, and they want to point that out like I just made the video yesterday. So they're not even paying any attention to the date. So, depending on how you frame stuff like that, it it doesn't really matter. So, I don't focus on that necessarily that much. Um, my plan for this year is going to be to take. Um, I'm really going to work Instagram hard because I've been working Instagram hard. So my goal is to is to do a flurry of Instagram. Um, pretty much, um, I don't know three, maybe four times a day. Uh, just do kind of a, a flurry thing with Instagram where you're doing like, you know, maybe four, five, six posts just you know, multiple times a day. And then, um, of course, do a little bit of live and then work on the, the produce stuff when I get home. The bigger picture for me is going to be, um, honestly, it's going to be the contacts and set up um, podcast appearances and, you know, try to do some different things like that for down the road. So it's not anything, again, I've got to do during necessarily during shot. It's utilizing shot make those connections to then you know have that content that's you know six months from now and six months from now if there's a new product or that product failed or you know whatever they can talk about that as well so uh it's got kind of an added uh, i don't know it's kind of an added dynamic to what we did last year
1: before somebody else jumps in let me challenge the audience because this isn't supposed to be sit back and watch it's supposed to be interact and use your keyboards so I asked the question and then Clover answered it, and that's interesting to me. I don't want to cut off too much here, so I won't start a whole topic, but I'm curious to see what the people out there listening are thinking as far as uh, time-wise. Do you look forward to SHOT Show in order to see what comes up first? Or are you at, at the edge of your seat watching for the new stuff as it comes in live? Or like Clover said, uh, who cares as long as it comes out and you know more the merrier as far as you know, and then there's something to watch later uh, I'm just curious to hear what the audience says and I know it kind of derailed Ghost there and whoever else but that's the cool. questions were uh, How do you guys set up your rooms with your stuff? How do you deal with moving stuff off your phones and then backups backups?
3: Well, uh, I can answer that if you want to but the one thing that's gonna be different for me this year than was last year is I really didn't do Instagram last year. So the one thing that I'll be doing as far as you get it instantly is Instagram. When I'm at Booth, I'll take a picture of a new guns or different stuff, and I'll put pictures on Instagram, but the videos are going to come out after I get home. So I think really the only real-time thing that I'm going to be trying to do throughout SHOT Show is Instagram. That's easy. You You take a picture and you upload it. It's there.
2: You... You mentioned that I did, I didn't get to it for whatever reason, but I, I will be taking my laptop this year. I don't know how much I will actually yep, be using, but it is going to, it is going to go and I will have, of course, my backup drive. So yeah, with all the backups, that's very important. Well, that's something that I did not do last year. I mean, everything was yeah. on, um, yeah, everything was on phones and all of that. And if it had got lost or broken or whatever out of so yeah now what were I'm the questions clear. again G? Back
1: up. I guess i threw a bunch of them at you i'm learning from ghost throw a mess yeah, right of do see what happens so uh Thanks. i was thinking about the stuff you know when, when mike said that he wasn't bringing a laptop like man it'd be great to not bring a laptop but then so i was wondering what you guys do in your rooms like as far as spreading stuff out or how you how do you create an office or not and then uh Again, the reason I worry about a laptop or I have to bring one all the time is cuz my phones and my cameras just never held enough stuff and I didn't have an, R- you know, an R- arsenal of chips or whatever, so I would download onto hard drives, but I did that also as backup. So cuz we lost stuff in past years and that's frustrating. So as we're pulling off of the phones, I'm also rating, I'm backing up twice so that I've got two physical things in my possession, one that I leave at the hotel, one that I leave in the car. So if something gets ripped off or ruined with rain or something happens you know i still have what we're spending all this time and effort on so the three questions were how do you do it like how do you arrange your room or whatever how do you deal with pulling stuff off the devices and then how do you deal with backups well sort of setting the office up
3: i I am bringing my laptop this year as well i didn't bring it last year i'm gonna bring my laptop and i'll set it up on the desk whatever in the uh, hotel when I get home, I'll do the same thing you're doing. I'm going to go ahead and pull my stuff off the SD cards and put them on my computer hard drive. And then I'll also put them on an external hard drive. So I'll have them both backed up in two different places. And then I'll also keep them on the SD card as well. And I'm bringing a ton of SD cards. So I'll have three different places where the, that stuff will be will be on there. And I really don't, I won't erase those SD cards. I'll just have them in three different places. Um, and then I have a bunch of outlets that I'll be having everything charged up in, in the night before. So, I mean, I'll be using that for basically charging. Uh, I have a, a dock that has like six different things you can
1: charge at once. And I'll be charging everything at night. But as far as uh, clearing your. I just have to remind everyone this chat has a strict and no docking policy. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I will not have a dock, but I'll be charging my things through a floating uh, gizmo. How about that? that's a good point too and do you guys bring i always bring at least one i leave them in the van now though what do you call like i call them octopus like the thing you shove in the wall and then it's got eight power things on it because i get a hotel and it's got two in there behind the bed or something yeah i've got two or three of those just in case
3: but i've got one that'll plug into an outlet that has like seven or eight usb
1: plugins in that instead of like otherwise you know yeah me too so pink is talking about getting into hangouts and stuff like that you guys are all just doing it all phone you're all phoning it in this year to the things we're going to be doing or the what if you get there and it turns out you meet some people and they're doing a hangout or something or they're doing a skype or something you're just going to phone it nobody's bringing a laptop in other
2: words yeah i'm bringing a laptop oh. i'm back two-shot show?
1: I'm not bringing it to the actual show. It's going to stay in the hotel. Maybe that's where I misunderstood. Okay, okay. You're bringing one to Vegas, Mike, or not even bringing it to Vegas?
4: I'm not even bringing it to Vegas.
1: Okay, that, I guess I was thinking not even to Vegas and not the show itself. You're right. I never bring a, show, a two-shot show the building. like There's no need.
4: Yeah, I think um, the one thing with me was when I went to US, yeah, it was when I went to the USAA convention and NRA because USAA was smaller than um, um, NRA. But I think it was, I stayed out, like getting content and talking to people and interacting with everybody. By the time I got back to the hotel room, I went to sleep. And by the time I woke up, it was time to do it all over again. So um, I think that was the one factor that you know, and then two, traveling around on an airplane with all that stuff, and you know, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna cut it down. So I'm trying to come to Vegas with one bag, two minimal,
1: and with the uh, option of going home with stuff, or just because you want to travel light both ways.
4: No, no, anything I get extra. That I have to bring home, I'm gonna put it in the mail and just ship it back to me.
1: Okay. And I can definitely understand because I only got the one lap well, I got two laptops now. I have two laptops now thanks to Pink, but I've only got like one laptop usually at a time. And I don't like 2 I'm always concerned when I'm dragging it around because it's just more potential for it to break. Well,
2: um Mike mentioned something that I've got some experience with. It's not the greatest. Um so something to keep in mind, Mike you may want to do a couple things if you're mailing stuff back if it's something you're not in a hurry for uh necessarily and you've got somebody in vegas that's willing to do it um get them to send it you know the week after shot or something like that uh or maybe send it by me or they well I'm, i'll be driving and i think g is by one yeah. of us and then yeah, let us nail it let us mail it somewhere else because I'm guessing probably because of just all the mail and the back and forth around shot, I had yeah. a horrible time with mailing stuff last year.
4: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a that's wonder
2: awesome. it's a wonder nothing got lost and it's a wonder nothing got broken or fell out of a box.
3: Well, I was going to hit G up this year, going to say, hey, if I have to, maybe G could take it back to Tucson and mail it that way if I pay you or whatever. Yeah, not even a problem.
1: And I was going to say the same thing going the other way. If you guys want to mail stuff out here to drag up two shot for you, no problems. So uh, I think Clover did it last time. But uh, if it helps, I don't know if it works or not. It was a useful experience or – well, you were flying last time, right?
2: Yeah, I was flying last time. So that's one of the one of the, the reasons we decided to drive this time was to eliminate any of that issue. Um, so do you want to mail you
1: to me? Well, I
2: mailed you, you yeah. one box, and I was able to minimize my clothes and all that kind of stuff and actually get all that into one box. And I mailed that to you. But then coming back, there was either four or five boxes. And one box showed up. Like it should have, and the rest were all lost and rerouted. And then they got here, and they had gashes ripped in them, and you know it was it was horrible. Once they finally all showed up, I did finally get everything, and I don't think anything fell out or was missing. um But still, it was a it was a real touch and go experience. So I I will never do that again.
1: Additionally, I got the deal because I ship all the time, where I get. Know probably cheaper shipping than most mailbox places because I get my rates at the wholesale rate that my service thing gets or whatever. So hopefully, it'd be a little bit cheaper too. Oh, that's that's a possibility. But I'll yeah, I don't mean I won't,
2: I don't mean I won't, I don't we, mean I won't use the mailing option ever again. That's not what I'm saying. But I'll never, I don't want it to
3: leave from Vegas there during shot show, you know, and everything for sure. Yeah, because you went down to like the post office, didn't you, the day you left? I did the day I left. Yeah, that was a nightmare for you. Yep. Well,
2: not only that, but like I said, I guess just the influx of mail and people shipping stuff back and to and from and whatever, or maybe Vegas is just that darn busy all the time. I don't know, but it, um, yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a good experience. Not trying to get it back home.
1: They'll say that SHOT Show is the fifth largest convention in Vegas, so doesn't it stand a reason that maybe with Christmas and, I don't know, Mother's Day, I don't know, whatever other shipping holidays they might have, but that only stands a reason there can only be, like, four times in Vegas where it could potentially be more busy as far as that kind of stuff with, like, you know, you're talking, like, the post offices that are near the Strip and near all the convention centers and stuff. Right.
2: That's well, you got a. They're busier times. We got a postal holiday too. Uh with uh Martin Luther King Day that falls they're in shot a lot a lot. So and the post office aren't even they're not even open that day, right?
4: That's Monday. Yeah, that's that Monday.
2: So that's a that's a whole day they're shut down that they've
3: gotta catch up. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point.
4: Yeah. That's I said, yeah, that, that was a Yeah, no Pink and Pink
2: mentions convention. there's Pink also mentions there's four conventions going on at one time.
1: Basically. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, and the one is so much bigger than us that it meets the real convention center. We're only getting the tiny convention center. Uh oh. We lost half the chat. Yeah, they're on phones, that's what happens. Uh, Let's see. So we were talking about earlier uh, tech, I guess you talked about that. And I was going to throw this out there. I asked people in the chat uh, what what they enjoy from shot or what they look for. And uh, all I seen was DTP said some stuff during the show is nice, but it's not a big deal if content is spread out later, also. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I, I was wondering. Um, I guess I didn't even bring that up as an actual question to you guys on the panel here, but uh, I was asking the, the audience out there, got 30 people watching or something. So um, nobody's really replying to that, but um, when you guys watch stuff from Shot Show, you guys on the panel here um you're not watching i mean I've, I've literally never been not at shot show so i don't know what it's like to be sitting at home watching stuff is it just gets so flooded it gets like you roll your eyes or is it like oh, hot damn shot shows on i can't wait to see all the new stuff and it's like oh somebody will go live out of nowhere it's like an exciting week or is it just a? I don't know what's it like when you're watching shot show for a week
2: i've never I've never been one to just wait for shot show week and peruse the internet and YouTube, just looking for anything and everything media wise that's coming out of shot show. Um, you know, I've, as I've had interest in this item or that item, then I, I went and looked it up, and then some of it was taken, you know, the footage or whatever was taken during shot show. So, yeah, I fall into the category that. You know, really doesn't matter to me because I'm
3: not not glued to the tube, so to speak, during Shot Show week. I'll fall in the same boat as that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I I didn't never, I never did particularly say, oh, it's Shot Show week. I would wait about two weeks and say, oh, I'll let's see what came out of Shot Show. Let's see what it is, you know. But there's a difference too. Here and here's the difference. Um, we're
2: talking about. Produced in the produced content sense, right? Um, also, the years back that, of course, I didn't go to Shot Show, that Shot Show was obviously going on, um, I was never a part of anything like gun channels or, you know, inside the industry or their community enough really to know about live streaming and that people were actually live streaming from Shot Show. That potentially could have been something that would have interested me. Yeah, the live stuff I'd be interested in.
5: I'm sorry.
3: I I think I cut Gary if I apologize, Gary.
5: Oh, you're fine. I was just Mm going to say, uh, I always did kind of look forward to at least last couple of years. Anyway, you'll find there's a lot of repetitive stuff out there. About the time somebody hits a video with this new gun, then there's 20 videos on that gun. After a while, it's all the same thing but uh and a good portion of the videos if you follow a lot of gun channels like i do your feed will be full of shot show stuff but i always look through it to see if there's anything interesting in there a lot of times the companies will put their own videos out there during shot
3: too that's true that is a truth i like that, that yeah that is, is true
0: good. and uh i do the same thing as gary mostly
3: yeah and uh
2: yesterday Paul made out there saying that a lot of people go and want to be the first to drop a video about something. Um, and I can get that to an extent with, with some people, the problem with that is what, um, what rich white said up above that is that a lot of that stuff is announced and everything else before even shot show, you know about pretty much all of it. So,
4: you
2: yeah, know, but my, my take on it is and sometimes you don't see pictures or visual representations
3: or production yeah. values poor because you're rushing to get it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, that's true too. But with the, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of pictures and there's even a lot of, I've seen a lot of pictures and a lot of video on stuff that, you know, mostly releasing it at shot already. So, you know, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess it just depends on the product. It depends on certain things. I guess there's, for some things, that may be the case. But again, like I said, it's so well, I don't know what the word is. G Webb's used it last year when we were gearing up. And I don't know if it was about being fluid or whatever, but it just seems like it seems like stuff's all over the place. Yeah. You know, it changes and it morphs and it's different and it's, but it's the same. And it's just a weird,
3: weird situation around shot time. I tell you the one thing that shot shot the last few years part of me going that I actually did look forward to actually seeing, and it didn't have to be live; it didn't have to be that day. But even a week or two later, I enjoyed the Range Day videos because I, you can see someone talking about a product, but I want to see someone shooting that product. You know, uh, so I always look forward to from the, from a consumer side of uh, watching Range videos from Range Day. So, um, and it didn't have to be live; it, it could be a week later. I just and I'd rather enjoy the range stuff than the booth reviews.
2: Yeah. And then let's be honest about it. I mean, the, the, the brass ring and, you know, what I think we really want as creators and I think what viewers out there really want is the in-depth reviews and the time spent hands-on actually using a product and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool to say, okay, this is out, and here it is, and we're sitting here at SHOT Show and look at it and let me move this and move that, but that's really all you can do. Um, so again, the networking and the contacts and trying to get the end to where you can maybe get that product in your hands later and do some in-depth stuff. That's, I think that's where the content comes into play. That's really valuable to the viewer at that point.
1: I agree. I don't want to interrupt anybody, but if there's, um, I don't know, bad way to start that sentence, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time, so that it had nothing to do with if, so um, when you, so things have changed, right, we've done this for 13 years, when we started out in five, we were just trying to do it, there was no competition, because at least we didn't recognize any competition, because we were just doing it, and then so once we got there, fucking gun blast, <coughs> so I considered that my first adversary shot show, because they were walking around doing the same thing I was doing, except they had a website you had to pay to go into. And I thought that was bullshittery, so I was going to be the, like, free version of the gun blast and take better pictures. So, um, you know, you you got, um, uh, I don't know if that's even competition, because they didn't know we existed. (laughs) I just, they got one year, they were in front of us in line. Back in the day, they would open the doors. Like, I guess they still open the doors, but when we were new, we didn't know you couldn't get in first, so... We would sit there in line like everybody else and gun blast was in front of us one time and we were like dang how they get here first right so uh that was our whatever our interpretation our we interpreted that as an adversary and we would compare to them so some of it was getting online first because we didn't have stuff we have today like instagram or any of that stuff you'd, you'd go home and you'd go back to the hotel or something and you would if you had an internet you would try to get pictures up online So that was pictures. And then video came along and when video was brand new in 2008, nine, well, nine really and 10, uh, you could take all the video you wanted, but you weren't putting it online. You were lucky if you were getting it off your camera, like it was big and internet connections were little. So especially in hotel rooms. So that wasn't really a thing until later. And then whenever the first, by the time you get the ability to post video pretty quick, uh, you got... Actual more than one YouTube channel there, right? the YouTube channel started going and acting like they figured out what Shot Show was. So now you have the ability to post and multiple people posting. And I don't know if the years, I, you know, honestly, there's ways to look at Shot Show. I don't look at it as the amount of product. I look at it as the amount of opportunity and and just the like a big piece of watermelon. I'm not worried about what each piece tastes like. I'm just eating the shit out of it, right? So. Uh, I don't really remember every year. I can remember certain things like the SIG 556 was a big year. Like everybody needed to see it. The governor, as Clover was talking there, that's what it reminded me is the governor. So that year, what does anybody remember what year the governor was new? <clears throat> it was in Sands. So it had to be in the last nine years. It's like 11 or 12, I thought. Maybe i might be wrong. So it was, and it had to be, it had to be after we had been at Sands, because I can remember knowing where it was going to be, because I knew Sands by now, and that wasn't something you could do back in the day, because they kept sticking in a new shot shows in a different building every time. So, uh, anyhow, what I was getting at is that I can remember having my strategy for that year, like, I'm getting the, the, I'm going to be the first governor video, and I honestly don't remember if I was or not. It probably was, because I don't know if anybody else even cared, right? But, um there's, there's been different uh, eras, I guess, of SHOT Show. Now, again, I don't know everybody that goes to SHOT Show. I'm mostly aware from my experience on forums and stuff of military law enforcement training, right? You know, Jaeger's forum, the various gun forums that I was interested in, AKs and stuff. And then the Arizona forum is really heavily into training uh, So, uh, and, and going to shooting matches and stuff. So that's the kind of stuff I was paying attention to. Now, there might have been hunter coverage or there might have been sport competition shooting coverage that I wasn't aware of that was there. And I just wasn't aware of them. So I never considered them, you know, as part of like, you know, other people creating content and shot. Anyway, so I I guess this is evolving and it'll continue to evolve. It's certainly not going to stay where it's at right now for any length of time, but that element of getting to SHOT Show and like being in line. And and like I say, once you figure out how to get in sooner than even, you know, opening, uh, you know, being able to get stuff first, like really first, like all that stuff is different levels of, you know, just challenge, I guess, maybe like a level of achievement or something, just to be able to say you've done it kind of thing. But uh, I was also finally getting around to the concept that if you're the first one to put up, let's say the governor again, or the the uh, SIG 556, that was back in like 2006, if I remember right, or six, maybe seven, it was a long time ago. So I remember taking digital pictures of that and literally debating like, I'm gonna go back to the hotel room and post these because there's like more value in me posting these first than there is posting them tonight and have gathered a bunch of other pictures. I can remember at SHOT Show one year, what the hell did we shoot? I think it was when Angie shot the, not Angelina, but Angie shot the first, she was the first person outside of the company Glock to shoot the Gen 4 Glock. And we were like, wow, it's you know, something we kind of, it happened. And uh, and I remember saying like, that's significant enough. I just think that's cool. Like Angie's awesome. And she's with the first human being outside of a Glock employee to pull a trigger on a Glock uh, Gen 4. So I left the media day. Back then there was no signal out there, probably no signal now. I had to leave. I had to like go back into Boulder City to push that video up. And I think that was still phones. Like I was able to do that on the phone. It was shitty, but it wasn't Instagram. It was like YouTube. Maybe I had to pull out a laptop. Uh, Anyway, so there's a couple of times where we've had things that were first, right? Where we got something first or we were the first to take picture of it at least, or at least since we've various years decided we're going to be first this year, like going off in tangents, but the media room, right? The, the c- computers up there didn't have internet. There was no internet back in the day. So the media room computers were to like print stuff or to like, I guess that would be it. Print stuff. You could look at stuff on the internet, I guess, but or you certainly do something maybe. Yeah. You weren't posting much. You could write a blog, I guess. And then maybe by year 2008, there was more computers up there and they had a Mac up there. But, um, there was these two son of a bitch blogging like networks and they would sit on them like like they owned them and they would just leave one guy up there and we were trying to do the same thing. So that's why we noticed what they were doing. Uh, we had like one. Per- our idea was to have one of the computers monopolized and then just have our guys run up and back with pictures and then have one person post the whole time. But using shot shows laptop or you know, computer there, because what are you going to do? Drag a tower up to the media room and then where are you going to plug it in? Right. There was no laptops or nothing back then or at least no we could afford that kind of stuff. So anyway, there's been like these little competitions we've had with people over the years as tech changed or whatever. But all this gets back to, we're looking at it from the creation side and the gathering side, and then the how do you get it up to it side, which here we are today, where you can pretty much do it all from your phone and do it immediately. So I guess there's that technical hurdle isn't a challenge. So there's not going to be as much competition there since we're almost all, dealing with, like, the same tools uh, and the same ability. Uh, But what we had back then is if you were the first to put a video of the governor up or the first to do a blog post with six or eight pictures of the SR five 556 or whatever it was, as soon as the conversation, like Tuesday morning, as soon as that conversation started, because people are aware of it. I mean, we might not be chomping at the bit for this data, but somebody cares about the governor and somebody cares about the 556. As soon as you put the first thing out there, Those people that care, grab it, and it's over on that forum where they're absorbing the shit out of it. And what's, I think, a dynamic to that is like, you know, you're getting devoured first. Like, oh, here's the first pictures of it. Oh, this guy knows what he's talking about, or this guy doesn't. And then the next thing comes along. And the third thing, these people that are really, really, really into whatever it might be, they're looking at your thing and then comparing it to the second guys, And then they're watching yours again to compare it to, oh, the first one had a version of the scope or something. Or you can't really see the site in that first one again. So your stuff is compared to everybody else going along potentially, and you get just mad views. So dismissing it because you're not interested is valid and dismissing it because it's not a facet anymore is valid, but is there something, this is where I'm getting this said no question after all this, is there something to getting some firsts and maybe not, you know, maybe uh, not the biggest, newest clock or whatever that nobody cares about, but something downstairs that's first, like something that not everybody's oh, looking for, but being the yeah. first just so that you got those potential things.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I that focus seems- on a lot of things like that. I've, I've got several on the radar that I've done some Instagram posts and I've done some shares and some different things, and nobody else is talking about these things. Everybody, it, it seems like we're in a, uh, a, you know, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say slump, but it's obviously it's not a slump, but we're in a trend, I guess. everything's tactical it's been that way for the longest i mean 2013 happened and it seemed like everything's went tactical polymer you know whatever and we're just all into that that phase of stuff and you know a lot of stuff thankfully i mean that's not of the utmost interest to me so therefore i'm looking at a lot of the other stuff that's out there that is you know more on the non-tactical side of things it's some really innovative really cool stuff um and yeah, in that sense of being the first or one of the few even ever, you could say, um, to get certain items and, and be able to look at them and lay hands on them and get pictures of them and all that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, I think that's valid.
3: Um, i I'd tell you that it happened for me last year. And I mean, Clover was there also. But, you know, we went to a booth that had nobody there, and it was SAR USA nobody was at their booth. So when me and Clover walked up, we had like an hour long conversation with Frank and it wasn't that I was the first person out there, but I was probably one of the first ones out there talking about the SAR nine because no one really knew about her or never heard of them. And then over the next few months, people start hearing about the SAR nine. Well, guess who had one of the first videos of the SAR nine. So that thing's got like 6,000 views in a month or two because It wasn't that it was like the Mossberg pistol that people have been waiting for, but it was a gun that no one had really heard of before. And you're like, oh, well, this is kind of interesting. So that helps also if you're trying to find some products that not that everyone's been waiting for, but some kind of oddball things that no one has ever heard of. And you're the first one out that might help three months down the road, too.
1: Oh, yeah. When you're talking like a, an inventory or a, like a, a catalog of videos. Yeah, you've got the only, let's say, like one of the obscure guns downstairs or a hunting tool or a cooler adapter or something like yeah, You've got one of the only videos or the only video of something that's, you know, getting any kind of clip on a yeah, radar. Because
3: no one was paying attention to them. So it worked out for me.
1: Mike, do you got a uh, plan of attack yet Or you is your plan of attack to have a strategy or something or are you just gonna experience
4: just experience go with the flow and um just absorb everything and make it work the best i can
1: you weren't in the chat with ghost with uh kevin and skip
4: no unfortunately i was at the hospital
1: Hopefully everything's right there. But I was just going to say, I don't know if you heard the part where Kevin uh, offered to take Skip around and just walk with her.
4: Uh heard of it.
1: But uh, that's a concept. I mean, that's something that, you know, find some people, you know, and just
4: meet people. Right.
1: Really valid. It doesn't seem like shots going anywhere. So learning the terrain is, you know, I think super valid. At least at this one. Does anybody know when it's supposed to stop? The twenty twenty or something, and it stops, or has anybody heard? I
3: think twenty twenty is when the 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 this contract runs out,
4: meaning that they're going to go someplace else, or Shot Show is coming to an end. Oh no, Shot Show won't come to an end. It's
1: just that they've, for some reason, decided to sign a stupid contract with this place. um
3: and I think they like it in Vegas, Art's don't they? There- G?
1: Yes, they like Vegas, but it, they've also parked it at that convention center, which, I mean, you guys haven't, I don't know if you've done anything in the real convention center, the Vegas convention center. It's night and day, literally. It's got windows. It's night. Hey. Um, I was just going to, I was over here buffing up the website. I'm going to screen share. So, uh, SHOT Show, right? <clears throat> We've been going since 2005, but before then, uh, it was in Vegas, and then it was in Florida. Vegas, but but then two thousand and one New Orleans. Uh ninety nine Atlanta. It bounces to Vegas a lot. Dallas, Houston, Orleans again, uh Dallas, uh, Houston, Atlanta, and San Francisco. But San Francisco. And then it started in St Louis. So um Started with five thousand attendees. When we started going, it was at something like thirty thousand, and now it's at sixty thousand. Um, it used to fill up when it went to the convention center, a uh, half of the convention center. So I guess, you know, and we've started to spread to like in two thousand and eight. It was the convention center and the, like three outbuildings, like giant, giant, giant tents, basically. we were like t- covering the entire parking lots, and uh, at that point they went to florida and then never went back to the convention center but i guess we were fighting with the concrete convention and they are bigger than us or more money or something they got the convention center we got the two floor sands i don't know where else they can go but i mean in nine years they've had to build a better convention center i don't go to vegas anymore just to play around but one of these other hotels has to have a competing convention center by now no It's huge. I'd hope somebody's got one. I never go to conventions to see, you know, experience other ones. But yeah, I used to. Surprised they never had it in Arizona. I'm surprised they never had it out in Arizona somewhere. I just don't think we have a convention center big enough. We've got like little things. (coughs) That's all we got. And you know, California doesn't seem conducive, so I can understand that. But uh, but all I'm saying is, it used to bounce around quite a bit. It wasn't just back and forth. It was back and forth between Vegas and Florida for a little bit at the very end right before it pegged into Vegas and now it's just been Vegas so I don't even know if that's something that some person decides that or even like a committee I just don't know if what what the strategy is with that it might just be that it's comfortable and it's working and if they don't get enough people bugging them then they just leave it in Vegas I don't know anybody thought Uh, about interviews with NSSF or the SHOT Show organizers or anybody
2: yeah, I've got one set up with the NSSF. Uh, same here. Yeah, same here.
1: Oh, really? So what do you got? What's your intention there?
2: I don't know. I haven't thought too much on what I'm going to ask and stuff just
3: yet, but it is it's set up for sure.
1: Do you most guys behind? Oh,
3: go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, most of mine is going to be kind of behind the scenes of <clears throat> how does how does SHOT Show happen from the inside? I mean, how... How long out do they start preparing? I mean, is it a year-round thing? I mean, this, that, I and mean, talk about that side of the SHOT Show of setting up SHOT Show. That's kind of where my intentions is.
1: And from that angle, I got to assume that having this consistent floor plan and place and all that is probably efficient. Like, that probably has to be the way to go. When they got it, when they don't even know what the floor plan's gonna be, how can yeah. someone decide what their boots gonna look like? They don't even know where it or anything.
3: Well, I'm sure they're familiar by now. They can just literally sit there and say, hey, we've got four booths open this year that were from not last year. And it's and, and in their heads, they know exactly where that booth is, either the dungeon or the fifth floor or the main floor or whatever. They know exactly where that booth is. They can, they can explain somebody. And not only that, they can probably explain who's always around that also. So I'm sure it's very, very familiar.
1: I, I got to cut off to, I don't know what they're talking about over here again, but are Phoenix guns trash and is a Bauer 25 ACP better than nothing? So a Bauer is a literally a replica. I think they are like a licensed copy of a baby Browning. So in 1908, when Browning decided the world needs a 25 ACP, he created it and he built the baby Browning to shoot it. And then millions of them have been made since then. Uh, the Bauer is the... Uh, stainless steel version. So instead of just making it out a regular steel, they make it out of stainless steel. And it costs like a lot of money. Like they're not cheap. So yeah, they're very good guns. They're 25 ACP, so they're center fire and they're capable. They're decent guns. I mean they wouldn't have made millions of them since 1908 or whatever if they weren't you know decent thing. The Phoenix on the other hand is a Zamic so different type of metal based off of the baby Browning blowback and everything, but made to be economical to produce. Uh, and because of that, it, its operation is more like a small high point. It's like a little tiny high point. And uh, because of that, the materials are nothing like; they're not even comparable. So, other than the size and the caliber, and thanks for jumping in, Gary. Um, aside from the caliber and what they're in the form factor, they're they're the opposite extremes of the spectrum. So, Phoenix are. Firearms, they're like Harbor Freight tools, they've got their place, but a baby Browning is three times the price or more, and worth every bit of the price. Anyway, for your palate cleanser there. You guys want to throw anything in on a 25 ACP? Carry one, yes or no? Over. What was the question? Would you carry a 25 ACP? No, sir? absolutely not. No, I wouldn't. No. I'd,
2: nope. I'd carry I'd a carry 22 mag over 25 ACP.
1: Oh, snap ghost yeah. uh probably not no mike
4: not, not at all
1: oh snap cool. nice right
0: While i like 25 i would not carry it no
1: oh snap 25 hate is strong in here centerfire <laughs> <Totally laughs> 25 25 80
0: strong in here more so than
1: nine millimeter don't even get into that so anyway <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 25 ACP. I think it's a super cool little round. It's neat. It's like a little mini 45 ACP. Anyhow, so.
2: I'll, uh, I'll agree it's a cool round. I'll agree with it, you know, the neat factor and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, It's just a little.
3: Have you
2: guys
1: played with a Bower before?
3: No, the only. I, ha- pilot- I have held one. That's all I can do. Uh, I've held one at a gunshot before. Should we yeah, have the a only-
1: shoot up at Vegas? a what Should we have a gun channel shoot while we're in Vegas or is that too oh. much to stack on to everybody's schedule
3: no one's traveling with guns unless you're gonna bring all of them right no,
1: I'm just saying I'm driving, <laughs> and, well, uh, that I'm being driving. Said, maybe if I'm we gonna... I imagine if we brought him to like in I know if we brought him to the media shoot they'd tell us to leave them there well yeah I don't know yeah Harris is probably the same way <clears throat> Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, my main problem is I don't like dragging stuff because when I've got it here, I know there's people watching it, right? And when I drag it along, it's just a bunch of money you're leaving in a hotel room. Yep,
2: exactly. That's what I was going to say. I wouldn't be willing. That's one of the reasons that, you know, there was talk about Tulsa being able to do something. Because we got that coming. Uh, but um, Oh, Tulsa's yeah. going to be different now thanks to Yankee Pabasi. Tulsa about,
1: will be a little bit different, I think
2: about dragging some to Tulsa, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm game to do that, but yeah, that was my hesitation is, you know, so it's all cool and smooth until you've got to leave crap in a hotel room or, you know, last day of the show in the vehicle, God forbid, or
1: you know what I'm saying? Uh, So Pink said he's bringing his guns. He always brings guns. He'll be out there for a while. sounds like Marco's going to be out there for a while. So maybe those guys will be out there shooting a bit. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess I was kind of saying about the uh, trying to get first so that you got, you know, some presence out there as far as uh, the opportunity. I guess for people to drag your stuff around and link to it and use it as an example of stuff. Um, I don't know if some if I cut anybody off. I know I've been going off on tangents tonight.
3: The problem that I found, like, if I want to do something. The, the the internet either at range day or at shot show is so bad like the service is so bad like yeah. it would almost have to be that night and like you said I mean is it worth it at that time but I mean the, the cell the, the internet service is so bad there so I
1: don't know well somebody who I don't forget when you brought up Instagram that definitely changed things I can remember yeah I'm one of the reasons I like Instagram so much is that we were able to like Offer an experience of shot specifically, right? Because that's the one thing I end up attending the most often. Um, But being able to get stuff out there, because a lot of times you're right, people don't want to see 15 minutes of blah, 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 blah about something. uh, Where seeing it, yeah, oh, I didn't know that was there. And you can just thumb right past it if it's something you've seen already.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to utilizing Instagram this year because I was not really into Instagram this time last year. So that'll be
1: interesting for me.
3: I forgot what year it was. They had a big
1: TV screen down in the basement where the food is. And there's this big TV screen. And I forget the, you know, you'd at whatever thing and it would, or no, it must have been Twitter. It was with Twitter. You would at whatever, like, word that was on the TV screen. And then you'd, your, your tweet would show up there eventually yeah that'd be right. that'd be kind of cool if they utilized the big screen tv
3: with the hashtag shot show 2019 and whoever's using that hashtag on instagram they would
1: have like a live feed of all those pictures that'd be kind of cool i'm I'm not saying that we did it but there might be a picture somewhere of like haas standing next to that tv screen with a tweet that says something like i suck nuts with a bunch of right arrows am <laughs> not saying that you did it but you're not saying you didn't do it yeah, we did that like four or five times with people because we were sitting there you know, and <laughs> like, oh, look, if we tweet stuff and then we the people would come up and talk to us and we just moved our chairs so that we were looking towards that TV screen and they'd be standing there next to the TV screen.
3: <laughs> <coughs> so are we going to do a, you, uh, gonna gonna do a scavenger this hunt this, this year?
1: So I'm totally down for that. That'd be fun. I was gonna say I don't know who's a bigger loser—that the guy that got a picture taken him, or the I'm the one who texted I suck nuts with a bunch of freaking. I
3: mean, you know,
1: that's up to you to decide. A, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. talking about cashews, but <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> pistachios.
0: Pistachios.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I'm working on. I'll be working on the Chacho Bingo, which is basically an effective scavenger hunt. Yeah, sure. And then. Um, I don't know. I certainly think there's some ways that we could play around with. uh, I don't know. know. We're
2: going to do. Well, you want to do a Thursday night
1: chat, right? This Thursday, you're talking about pre-shot show. Isn't that what you said? Yes. So, Mike, I don't know if you heard if you're going to be around on Thursday night, trying to get everybody who's going to be there uh, together so that we can just uh, first figure out where we're going to meet up on Sunday night to eat. And then uh, figure out something throughout the week so that we can all keep aware of what we're each doing. if we can help each other, if somebody needs something or make people aware of whatever special things might be going on. Yeah,
4: I'm flying out
3: Thursday. What did I think you're flying out Saturday, I thought.
4: No, 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 I'm flying in on Saturday, flying out on Thursday.
1: Oh, OK. All right. Yeah, that works. So Sunday, we're going to try to meet up so you're welcome to join us for the Sunday night and then we're talking like uh, having like a hangout or something on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever so that um, again, so we're just all aware that we've got something that we can all meet up and chat with so we don't have to all drive somewhere or show up at a restaurant at some time. Sounds good. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about on Thursday. But yeah, so what were you saying about that, Clover?
2: Oh, I was just saying as far as a scavenger or the shot show bingo I mean, once we're all kind of in the hang out there in the room if we can get most of us just going then we can start tossing ideas around or something with like that maybe mm-hmm.
3: so when are you going to be in town G
1: Saturday oh I do everything on 100% need to know operational oh. security basis so, right. I so will we'll be be talk about it all fair I will be in Vegas and we'll leave it like that and then I may be there for a day I might be there I might be in Vegas already that's no that true. All right. The ever
2: elusive G Webs. Got way too many women trying to track me down. Uh, I, to, oh, I yeah, think uh, you, you and know. you and you and Mike, you and Mike may have that competition, man. I'm telling you. you. know, Marco
3: Marco has a shoe showdown, you guys might have a chick showdown in Vegas. All right. Magic
1: man and G Webs. <laughs> Magic Mike and G.
3: Right. So, uh oh. All right.
1: So I don't know what else we've got to talk about. Um let's talk about a gun shop in Vegas since we're talking Vegas. Um one of the reasons we like to do the uh, um show on a daily basis so we can feature a gun shop every day. So um I guess this I could go around the room on this one. Uh, the recreational or i guess yeah uh, uh entertainment uh ranges that are there the people that uh, come in for um the word i'm looking for uh firearms uh tourism uh, they've got you know some nationally internationally known places there that have full auto machine guns and whatnot you can shoot some of them shoot old guns and, and different types of guns video game stuff movie stuff and uh Again, we got a lot of stuff on our plates and that, but is anybody, especially like Mike is going to be there when I, no, you'll leave your flight out there, I thought you're going to show up Thursday. Some of the other people are getting there quite a bit early. Is anybody thinking about uh, going to a shop?
3: I've been wanting to go to that one you're talking about. I think it's over by really Treasure Island, right out on the Strip.
1: Behind it, it, was pretty that cool. Battlefield, Vegas, definitely the most elaborate. That's the one with the tanks, and you can literally rent yeah, the, that's the and one. drive over yeah. cars or something, yeah. And that one's neat because they're definitely open to media. So, you know, that's the one with the big vault. And I just said, hey, can I look at your vault? They said, yeah, sure. (laughs) So it wasn't like I scheduled nothing. I just asked them and they took me back there. Uh, That one would probably be uh, one to hit. I really like the gun store. That's the oldest one, been there for a long time. Uh, Good people there. Smaller than the others, but I don't know if it's any closer. It's kind of closer to the airport than some of the others is that the one that's close to pawn stars (laughs) now pawn stars is like north of vegas i think north of the strip before you get to old vegas i think i don't totally know i think somebody like my brother somebody was like oh that's the thing yeah pretty sure it's where where, where. it's sort of by the uh what do they call that tower stratosphere the stratosphere yeah it's kind of by the bottom of the stratosphere i think so the one I'm talking about is over more south. more would be more towards the Luxor. It would be south towards the airport. Oh, okay. But I don't know if that's uh, something that we'd be interested in trying to do. Maybe on one of the nights, if it turns out there's like a slow night or you're just all getting burnt out or something, and we want to go check out like the Battlefield Vegas. Battlefield Vegas is like probably the more boring as far as the range goes. You go in there, and it's like a big T-shirt shop pretty much. It's like all just... Tons of T-shirts and things you can buy and craft like souvenirs, and then you kind of go around a corner to where you rent your guns, and then you have to like leave and go into another wing, and you're only in there if you're shooting, kind of thing. Where uh, like 702 is a big fancy one. They're more, you're in a big room, and the range is behind windows, and you can experience whoever's shooting. You know, you can watch them and stuff like. So you're more part of the range. A couple of them are like that. And uh, they all pretty much lend themselves to what we're talking about, having a group of people come in and, like, one or two people rent and the rest of the people just sort of fart around and watch and laugh and whatever. And, uh, you know, that's something I don't think you have to plan for. That's that's what they're all about. You just kind of decide to do it and go do it. So I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think it's a necessity. It's certainly not a priority or nothing, but uh, something just to keep in mind. we got enough vehicles. I imagine if we did... Like I say, get a time when we're all like, you know, I'm burned out. Let's go over there instead. We can do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Most of them, I would imagine, don't let you bring your guns. Um, no, they're you know, they're rental places only, like you, you rent their guns, it's not like an open range and you just bring in your own. But a couple of them you can. So if like somebody had their own guns, you know, we could play with them in there. Uh, if you want to start worrying about Tulsa go for it but I'd wait like you know two weeks and then you won't have all of us paying attention to two trips and then we'll all be on board with Tulsa but right on I'm gonna end it right here too Mike so uh, that was our gun shop today it wasn't a gun shop it was a whole bunch of gun shops in Vegas Uh, sounds like I'll have some time here to work on Vegas which is a site I built a long time ago I think it was that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out 14 or 15 uh, one year we went up to Shot Show like a week early and explored pretty much all the shot all the gun shops uh, west of the Strip. And uh, then another year we went up and like in November or something, and just out of the blue, just went around visiting all the those machine gun places. So I built a website to put all uh, that those reviews and to let people know about the, uh, you know, the tourism options for uh, shooting. And uh, we'll uh, soup that up a little bit for before, before Vegas. And then we'll all hopefully be able to contribute to it, at least in some angles, as far as the Vegas trip part of it. I'm thinking we're collecting enough info about traveling and um, hotels and dealing with luggage and rental cars and everything else that maybe there's some aspect to all of this that we are neglecting, like some travel side of it, or like how to travel either with guns or with cameras. Create some content specifically to that. Give our chan- our, our projects a little bit more reach. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. I never thought about the hassle of traveling with all this electronics and stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean, we talk about guns once in a while, but the traveling with the stuff is, uh, is an aspect that more people are probably dealing with. Anyway, we're not getting a lot of response out there, but we are... Uh, getting a lot of slow and uh, a lot of dead air <laughs> so slow responses and dead air so I think we'll wrap it up thanks everybody for joining us and we'll see you back tomorrow bye everyone oh wait do you guys have any shows tomorrow's Tuesday everything's going oh. on thanks right guys tomorrow night show. yeah yeah tomorrow night
3: we're gonna have uh, I think me G Clover Mike Rob Pincus and Mike Sadini talking shot show
0: Uh, like yeah, and tomorrow night we're just uh, doing more of the same, hit or miss every Tuesday nights, nine o'clock Eastern.
1: Yes, they never miss, huh? No, they don't. All right, Mike, thanks for jumping in. Always welcome. I'm, I guess I'm shadow banned on my email, so I'm going to figure out a better way to get emails out to people that they can recognize. And uh, Clover, when you got something coming up? I feel like um.
2: I don't no. I don't have anything. I mean, there'll be a couple of video drops this week, and then uh, Friday I interviewed Charlie Cook, who does uh, Running Shotgun with Charlie.
1: So that'll be the Friday podcast this week. Dang it! I don't. I I like getting them ahead of time, but you know, I already listened to that. So all right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for watching. I'm this.
2: recording. I'm recording two more this week to cover you know Shot Show and the week after, so I don't gotta rush through that. So you'll get. Uh, You'll get freebies or, you know, whatever, sneak peeks on Patreon this week.
1: It'll all be good. You know what? That's something we should have touched on tonight. I'm not going to add it on tonight, but maybe Ghost or Night Strike or, I don't know, maybe we can talk about it on Thursday, but the concept of what we're going to preload our channels with or not, because that's definitely true. Like, you can can lose some momentum by going away for a week like that, especially if you're not intending to post stuff while you're there necessarily, like all the time, then, uh, yeah, you can really get a hiccup in attention there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: Okay, well, lots of neat stuff and uh see you tomorrow.